Ladies and gentlemen, oh. welcome to another episode of The Flank. Today's episode is presented by Xfinity 10G's network. Big shout out to them. Guys, it doesn't matter if you're gaming, streaming, competing, whatever it is. Their 10G network has a faster connection with less interruption. Everybody, make sure to show some love to Xfinity. Um, obviously, they, they, uh, they're helping us out with the shows, man. So I want to give a huge, huge shout out to them. And I, uh, of course, we're joined by some amazing, beautiful co-hosts today, as you can see on your screen now. We got the one and only, the executive producer, Mr. Ben Janicean. We got Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. And then we got a special, special, special guest in the building. Give it up for the multi-FPS champion. It doesn't matter the title. It doesn't matter the game. Sheesh. You know what he's bringing to the table. Give it up for Ian and Nabel White. What's going on, Ian? How you doing? Hey, got the nub out, Tom. I'm ready to rock and roll, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. The nub is out, ready to go. Obviously, Pat, he's been, uh, what's the extra fines just popping off right now, right? He's been traveling, and he's got some things yeah. going on. And, uh, yeah, Pat, uh, it's going to be tough for him. He might get on the show tomorrow, but we'll see. It's always a pleasure having uh, Enable come on and, and help us out, bro. He's a great co-host, so everybody show Ian some love, man. Chris, how you doing, man? You doing good? Why does Chris always Chris do that? He, does, he did himself. this yesterday. Did he do this I yesterday? Always it's because, wait, no, you want to why? It's because Ben's like, commute when you clear your throat. Nah, I don't so, know why Ben well, does that. Well, don't throw a dagger at nah, me. Nah, Ben doesn't so, do that. Don't throw a dagger so, at me. I, so I mute my not, mic. That's not on me that you don't to clear, mic. I forget to unmute my mic, but I'm doing good, man. Uh, <laughs> looking forward looking forward to tomorrow. going to be heading out to California, visit some family, do some business. And uh, nice. yeah, it'll be cool to spend uh, Mother's Day with uh, my mom. So it'll be, it'll be cool. Yeah, oh, nice, I can't! Man. I can't believe I'm taking lens in the chat. What? The casters have a cough box with a fucking cough button. That's what's for. I flipped it. I flipped. Wait, actually, Why do you think it's wait, you're right. I do have one. Wait, hold on. Ready? And like, if you, if you, if you, guys, if you ever go to any Call of Duty event, you ever it wonder works. where the caster is? Why they this little box yeah. of buttons on it? It's they have a button they can press. I mean, when they did cough. you hear me cough? Did you hear me cough? No, exactly. I didn't no, I didn't. That was good out of you, Chris. It's good work. It's good work. Good work. There. Um, listen, Benjay, go fuck yourself. Let's run uh, let's get into the show. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into okay, it. Okay. Uh, first, uh, we had some uh, some great matches today. We had four matches. Um, and honestly, Ben, they were they were pretty quick today. We got like a, what a three one three one three zero three zero. So, uh, you know, these matches were definitely going by pretty quickly. So we're not gonna waste any time. We're gonna go over them, give our thoughts, and hop into the gameplay. So let's switch on over. We start things off. We got Atlanta phase going up. It's the London Royal Ravens. We start things off on a Mercado Hardpoint, LSC Low S&D, Hotel Control, Embassy Hardpoint, and Mercado Search and Destroy. I mean, Ben, Chris, Ian, I mean, anything that you guys see on the videos as we get into the map number one. Now, I think the analysis going into this series, looking at this map set, was London's best opportunity was on uh, the Mercado. It was going to be really difficult to them, for them to win the other maps. Uh, and this one, just like yesterday in the phase yeah. series, had a little bit of a restart as we got pretty far into the map, and so they ran this back. Are you watching it? This is the first. Is this no, the no, first playthrough? I, no, no, this is the second playthrough. We're yeah. not going to watch a playthrough that got ended after the third hill bend. We're not. London got London got slammed on the first run through of this map. Yeah, so. the first run through, uh, London got slammed, uh, and then obviously somebody lagged out. I think it was Scraps who yeah. ended up having some problems. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a server thing or I don't. I don't know what exactly is going on, but. Um, somebody lagged out, and then they had to reset the game, and we start things off again. And to be honest, FaZe, they start off pretty hot in this one as well. Uh, we go into the, to the second map, right? They obviously restarted the map, and, and FaZe were able to chain the first two hills together on good side. I mean, Chris, talk to me about good side <laughs> Mercado. I feel like you could start off pretty hot on Mercado if you hold that good side off the rip. 
Because FaZe go up 70 points right off the rip of Rooney, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to trap uh, the uh, the team on the bad side towards that tin side of the map if you win your break off. Um, you just have to kind of isolate the lanes, read the pressure, and it's pretty much impossible for the other team to flip unless they kill your team, like your entire team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, FaZe just clinical start off. Also, I just, I, I laughed because uh, the way Nasty threw that nade, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I uh, mean, speaking of what the fuck, yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is this setup for the London Royal Ravens? What the hell is this? Now, I don't know if anybody was tuning into the watch party. Ben, I know you were there. You're breaking What did down. I say th 20 <laughs> seconds before this break came in? What did I say? You're like, bro, London's so separated. These what guys is going on? Do they there, know where the next hill is at? Nah, these London cats is ass, bro. I mean, Ian, look what happens, Ian, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, what, what is London's plan? Do they just expect Nasty and Asim to just go absolutely fucking crazy? Because look what happens. I don't, I don't Scraps know what finds doing. one. Asa finds one. That's two dead. Even with two dead, the hill is still getting broken. Even with two dead. And then obviously... Bro, it's, just, it's the shit that I talked about yesterday, bro. Everyone wants to stay pushed out on cuts and cover all this map control and all this spacing when like, they don't even got the first step. Like, but you, you, know? you don't need two to people to play exits from the old That's hill? just a team that's chalked. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all it is. That is literally faded, bro. Yeah, dude, definitely super faded. And in uh, London, they go down about 100 points. Uh, as we head into this uh, P6 hard point, I want to tune into a listening with the London Royal Ravens. Yeah, they were saying. I don't see anything. Push down. Go, 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 go play banana. Go play banana. Let's double it. I am. I am. I'm banana right now. Okay. Okay. Let's double it, Brian. No way. Turn on you. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Someone told the double channel. I'm working on it, bro. I'm. I can't. I can't. You're nothing top, bro. Hey, wait. I need one shot. I need one shot. Tiny tunnel. Tiny tunnel. Is there top? Green wall. Green wall, Maddie. Green wall. Green wall. Trust. Swing on that fucking guy. Green wall. Green wall. Green wall. It's a free kill. Green wall. Green wall. Green wall. Free kill. Like BJ. One shot window. Let's cut it a little bit short because I also want to just look at this hill real quick. Even the way that they broke this hill, look, look at what happens here. Asim, he goes to play through tunnel. He pushes up, right? Or it was before this, actually. It's their first initial break, right? So their first initial break. Look, they sent two guys. They were calling this banana. They were send, sending two banana, like two back alley, which I don't even know why they're sending two back alley. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. But look, while Tank is sitting back preeming, I think he's watching over Asum. He ends up pushing. Then Tank ends up holding. And then while Tank challenges this, nobody, the guys back alley aren't pushing. They just seem a little bit uncoordinated here, you know, on the break. Like, I just feel like they have to try and set something up together. I don't know if two hitting back alley or banana, what they were calling it, is the best play. And then on top of that, in the listening. Wait, hold on. Back up, Tom. Back. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go all the way back. Go all the way back. Yeah. Did Asim spawn, die, and then run past his whole team before they pushed up? Yeah, so Asim was at, new, was at old. So you see Asim here. He tries to make a play to that new hill. He dies. Boom. 
And then he comes off spawn again, and then, yes, Asim was the first one. No, 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 but even here, in this situation, <clears throat> watch this play out. Yeah, so Asim comes off spawn, Yuli throws tacks, he goes around. I think Asim's the one who makes the first play through tunnel. Um, regardless of who went, Ben, I mean, at the end of the day... No, but they, I'm they talking were... about your pacing issue of, like, Asim dies tunnel, spawns back up with his team, yeah, like, he's the next one CS, he's the next CS one call out, and his team still has him pushed up! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... No, bro, <laughs> like, them, them doubling... That's nasty behavior, bro. That's <laughs> no, that's, nasty. That's, that's pure... Sta they're, pure they're playing for bro, kills, bro. Yeah, but nah, that, that them doubling, me. them doubling banana. First off, Yuli has a sub. He's essentially gonna not even be useful at all. I think if they try to break that as a team, they probably flood tunnel. Maybe have one person either go long or go like short and like try to dive onto the bush and see if he can get information, um, or or get to the bush safely and then just barge your way through tunnel. Um, they also had time to go around through doing. back green too. I mean, they could have just came, they could they had time to take route. They here. did. They did do that. They they did have time for that. I mean, <sighs> banana. Or long, whatever you want to call that. It's, you're not breaking love, from there. Love dude, the CS but... <laughs> you're not breaking from there. You see phase, they end up uh, going up pretty big in this one. London started uh, to make it look uh, pretty reasonable, but going into the next rotation of hard points, phase just do a good job locking down that P2 spawn, um, and they were able to just hold that and run away with it. They beat London by almost 100 points here oh, in a map number one. Yeah, we'll take a look at the final scoreboard here. Tank was going crazy, 25 and 18. Everybody else got poopied on. They got poopy. Uh, what's it? Poopy. <laughs> it's just, it's just poopy. A little bit of poopy. When cells shoot like that, Tom, what can you really do? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Twenty-one and thirteen with thirty-one hundred. Three K damage. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I thought uh, in general, I thought Phase was very disciplined. Um, the, the one and a half versions of this map that they played. Uh, today the the comms seem really good. We'll we'll hear their map for call out, which is very similar, but uh. You know, when FaZe play Mercado like this, they blow teams out where they've gotten in trouble in the past where they were undisciplined. Today they showed up. Um, but London made this second map interesting. They got off to a quick lead, Tom. Yeah, they got off to a quick lead. Both teams really struggled to hold on to this eight point. And I'm not sure why, you know? Like, teams are doing a good job getting it down, and there's so many post-plant positions. I feel like once you get the bomb down, like, you have the upper hand. Like, you have to wait for them to make a play. Um, but there's just something about it. I don't, I don't know what it was, but London, they do a really good job. Off the rip here, uh, retaking Asim in a 3v3 situation. He busted a door, and he's able to take down Sims. So it was a good place here. And now Selium and Slasher kind of caught out here. They plan on Island a lot, so I, th I think London picked up on that and kind of knew what they were going to uh, do here. But good place from Asim. He ends up getting off the bomb here. MC, he ends up kind of showing where he's at. Scraps, he ends up team killing Asim by accident. But Nasty, he ends up finding two kills over in that uh, bomb site, taking that flank, and bada-bang, London, they're in there. It's a good retake from them off the rip. Uh, an adjustment you saw from Phase later on this map, Tom, because this basically in this situation, yeah. Austin MC and both end up top and opposite sides. You'll see in later rounds when Phase get this bomb down, Ace, um, uh, MC actually helps out the subs downstairs, like watching like Hegs Alley and stuff like that. Um, so they're not so isolated, which I thought was a really good uh, adjustment. Uh, you're saying in the in the later rounds? In later rounds when they get bombed down, like they don't end up with the AR double top. Yeah, they, they change it up. We'll, we'll yeah. get to it. Um, and in this next round, Asim, he he makes the play. He gets in behind him, but then he goes a little bit rogue. The two v three situation, and I like the route here from Yuli. He pops a dead silence, and he actually played pretty pretty good today. He had his moments today for sure. He had his moments. Um, here in the S and D, he pops a dead silence, and he's gonna wrap all the way top party. Him and Tank, they're able to find one apiece, and they make it a two v one situation. They go to B to get the bomb down. Abizi finds one, but he tries to get on the ninja defuse, and and Yuli wasn't having it. Yuli ends up shooting him off this bomb. So London, they go up two zero. 
Uh, and then same thing again. Phase they get the bomb down A and kind of what we were just talking about, right? Like two guys are, are kind of in that site. MC is going to be chilling up top. Uh, and then you have Slasher, who's kind of roaming and, and playing on an island. Yuli does a great job here. He finds one and then gets a nice hit fire shots onto Sin, jumps the corner, finds a second one. I mean, that's fantastic plays coming in from Yuli. Last one up is going to be Slasher, but uh, London, they got the numbers. They go up pretty quick here. They go 3-0. Um, and then this is where Phase they start to kick up a little bit. And it starts with MC. I mean, it's a 4v3 situation uh, in favor of the London Royal Ravens. MC, he's able to find one kill middle map. And then he just continues to keep this spree going. 3v3 situation. Somebody tries to push MC. He's reading it. That's another one from him. Now it's a 2v2. MC and Simp going up against Yuli. Um, obviously, Scraps, he just died there. Simp was able to find one. I think MC, he finds the last guy in this bombsite. Yuli as well. So just a really good round from, from MC there. Uh, to just find three kills on a retake. Selling. This kind of started the momentum for Atlanta phase a little bit. And then we go into the next round. It's actually... Uh, 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 Slasher, who goes absolutely insane in this one. Actually, sorry, excuse me. MC goes crazy in this round, too, and then the next round, Slasher goes absolutely nuts. But let's take a look here and, and see what the heck MC did, uh, or did. Apparently, MC, he was, he was hitting some jump shots in this round. Uh, he's really annoying on this map. He just knows, like, a lot of angles and hits a lot of wall bangs. And, uh, and I like that he switched up his positioning a little bit because he's always playing up top. So I, don't, I feel like he, sometimes he needs to switch it up. He finds one kill there. Damn. Yeah, he just absolutely, so fast. He absolutely laser beams somebody. And then he also gets a nice kill onto Asim here as well. You can see him with the jump shot. Look at that. Boom. Little jump shot over the box. Damn. Takes care of Asim. Yeah, he was, uh, this was a big round for MC. He goes absolutely nuts. Uh, really good round from him. You can see the little highlight. There's a little jump shot there. The plays. And then this next round, Slasher goes crazy. It was actually London. They get the kill. They get the blood. It's a 4v3 situation. They get the bomb down. But Slasher just picks him apart. Uh, he plays on an island, and he's just able to find them one by one. He finds one guy up top through the window, and then ace him. He's kind of tucked in the corner here in Slasher. He ends up uh, turning this corner and finds another one. That's going to be a two-piece from him. And once they get those kills, 3v2 situation, they know the last two guys are in the site. They play together. Slasher finds another one on Tenasty, and Sim's going to clean up the last one. So really big rounds coming out of Slasher there. Um, or a really big round from Slasher <clears throat> as he finds three on a retake. Um, and then this is where things get crazy. We go. I want to the... say something, oh, Tom. Ahead, Chris, um, yeah, that sure. round. Uh, why? Why is it that like so many teams do this? So when you have two people in the site like that, they're essentially bait. Like they're known quantities on the map. Yeah. The people that are like around them, like almost like not protecting them but surrounding them. Like for example, Ace was tucked in that couch corner. Those guys should not be the first people in contact. They should be waiting for the bomb care. The people that are in the bomb room to basically mm -hmm. start getting like pounced on mm -hmm. and then come out from like you know these nooks and crannies whether it's like top or bottom instead like the two people that slasher picked were two people that shouldn't even be found they should be tucked away in corners kind of not really watching much just playing off the contact of the people in the bomb site and then pouncing on them i just thought it was interesting because so many people um just do stupid stuff like that i i don't know i don't think it's yeah. a smart play yeah and then even even in the next round um, i mean we could talk about these these bomb post plan situations ben you were talking about a little bit you can see how FaZe plays this one, right? 3v3 situation. I actually think Sid makes a great play. He makes a little adjustment here. Instead of challenging the fight, he just hides. He hides behind the couch, and they don't even see him in there. And then MC, he's able to find one. Sim catches a guy slipping. It's Yuli trying to walk in. They don't see him behind the couch. Flasher finds another one. Last one up is nasty. He can't do anything. Um, and then we get to the last and final round. And honestly, this was just the easy round. Um, he just aced him up in the last round of the map. I mean, he went absolutely crazy. 
I don't even know what he did. He, I just feel like he went a little bit rogue here and just said, screw it. <laughs> Stun goes down. I mean, he finds one, and, and I mean, he just keeps going here. Even when he's tagged up, he's looking to chow again and just kind of see how he's able to do it. I don't know what Asim was but, doing here. Yeah, I don't know what Asim's What's London's process? setup? Yeah, in, I don't know what their the setup was. And look at this 3v4. Asim just tried. I don't, <laughs> nah, know. I don't know where he's going. Nah, he just lost going. composure. Well, they were, yeah, they were, he lost composure. I think get these cats off my screen, bro. Wait, no. I think that was. I think their setup was oh, like Jesus. fine for the most part. One is because yeah. the guy that's like pushing towards the bomb oh, site is trusting the guy that's in bottom pool to watch his back. But I think Abe kind of realized, okay, this guy's playing a, like a deep angle. If I if I can jump out to this corner, I can line of sight him and shoot his teammate in the back. And he just makes a really good like situation play to get that first blood and get out i mean and i don't they, i don't think it was bad i just think they just had to be you know ready for something like that to happen and the counter adjustment from phase there is they were taking pressure on defense like kegs like middle map pretty standard most of those rounds and i think london was playing for them to push and instead a busy like stun push fucking through the control point i don't think they were expecting that and then go i don't know what asim was doing even that 3v4 like they still had an opportunity to maybe work a blood and asim just tossed his life away and it was it's well, they played that, that really well because Abe was tucked away in that corner and somebody stunned the door open for him. So they never saw him actually get to that closed corner. So the guy that was back pool, like staring through that door, probably saw the guy deep and didn't think that like Abe would be, you know, so close. I know. I, I just, I just feel like <laughs> still though, and at 3 you got to like, know it. You're playing the easy. I, I think yeah, you chow yeah, yeah. from window and not from the door. I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight, but like, I think you should chow from the window together, you know? Alkex Alley and not run through the door. The door is a fucking death trap a lot of times. So. There was a, yeah, there's a lot they could have done, honestly. Um, just not that. Mm -hmm. Could have done a lot of <laughs> yeah, other of course. things other than that. Um, but then we hop into the control, hotel control. This was actually one map where London was actually able to to win this one. It was actually five defensive wins in a row. Uh, so I'm just going to skim through it. There's some things I want to highlight. I thought Yuli made some great plays towards the end of this round. He jumps the corner, finds one, finds two onto Austin. And he's got two more guys pushing his right. He's able to jump here, boom, take another one down onto MC. I mean, that's fantastic plays out of Yuli. FaZe were getting in there for a split second there. And Yuli goes absolutely nuts. He even ends off things with another couple kills after that. Um, one off a streak. So the end of defense, really big plays uh, from Yuli. Um, and then going into the second round, I think it was London. London had an opportunity here to get onto this B point and, and work a stack. And it was actually Abizi who was able to find a two-piece nade. You could see the kills come in. But luckily, Abizi, no trophies down for London. And Abizi kind of saves the round there for Atlanta FaZe. I thought maybe London could have been able to do something there, but Abizi with the grenade, he was able to get him off of it. So really, really good plays. And then other than that, it was uh, Yuli. He continued to pop off. Tank had a really good map as well. Scraps and Yuli. We could kind of just skim through this. We don't. Have, there wasn't much in this in this map that I saw, unless Ben, Chris, or Ian, you you guys noticed anything. Um, but in, for me, it was just pretty defensive heavy. People were really struggling to get that B point. They couldn't get it today. Uh, I fell asleep. Yeah, Ian passed out. Ian passed out. winning like every gum fight. He was holding down bed for them on defense. Like they had no response, no answer for that in terms of yeah. playing. And there were a couple of times where you were, like two or three. Yeah, that's the way them. most control maps go, unless there's like a map that's like heavily uh, offensive sided, which is really rare. These maps that tend to be kind of 50-50 or even slightly favored to a side. Usually defense is just always favorable because you don't really have to be progressive. You just have to 
defend. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the time, uh, any like weird stats usually don't come down to like the map. It's like user error. So, I mean, it's it's usually expected for me that teams are going to win defense and control, at least on this game. Yeah. And then speaking about offense a little bit, I kind of get your guys' opinion on it. But I noticed that a lot of people on offense, when they're trying to get this B point and they're spawning kitchen, they just keep OEing. They just keep OEing over and over mm -hmm. and over again. And when they get kills, I notice that they're just spawning them back sauna, right? Like, you're just spawning them closer to that B point. And then on top of that, good teams are going to push up bed while you're doing that. They're just going to push up bed and hold bed and just force you into their spawn. They know exactly where you're coming from. Do you guys agree with just constantly OEing and hitting those long rods? Why not just wrap bed, work some trades, bedroom, play through mid and bed, and just try and get a wipe? Mm -hmm. I've always said that it's better to flank, maybe not with your whole team. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you why, because most of the time you're going to isolate people. Most of the time, there's not many people watching the flank. There's maybe one person. So that's an isolatable kill. You get that kill, you can spawn them out. Um, and then on top closer, of that, though, for some cause... reason, it, well, that's if they kill them chandelier yeah. or something if like that. It, it I'm yeah. talking about if they kill them in their spawn and then just go and block spa. Um, what I'm saying though, also, um, a lot of people don't know this. I think I've said this once or twice on the show before. I think Octane's also touched on it before. For some reason, when you have a player in spa on, you know, on the attacking side, that also influences the B spawn for, so even if like your team or if the enemy team is pushed out bed, sure. if they're not deep towards like the waterfall side of the map, they spawn bed, like right underneath the people, like they spawn <clears throat> right at the back of P6 or is it P6? I think it's P6. Um, and it's really weird how that interaction works, but um, I think that's why people like to go around because they know if they can get that spa blocked, then any of the kills they do get bed or that, you know, can can influence the spawn negatively in the defensive team saver. So I think flanking is definitely better, Tom. I mm -hmm. just don't think sending your entire team, I think maybe doing a two two split. Um, it's and trying to work work. That. You, you got to adapt. Yeah. You got like you got to adapt. You got to well. try. Like You should try it. I, I agree with you, Chris, a couple of times. But if like if shit's not working, then, Tom, I, I agree with what you were saying. Like, just chalk up trying to flank it because clearly it's not working. Try and switch it up and make that guy, yeah. that player, one or two players watching the flank useless. Almost like a 2-2, two, two, just like a 2-2 two, two split. I actually like the 2-2 two, two split. I think that could actually yeah. work. I think uh, you just do 2-2 two, two split and just hard play kills because I feel like if one person's watching the flank, you just double team them. And usually if it comes down on a trade, that one player that lives, he blocks. The next player, guess where? He spawns with his team. They flood bed. So, like, yeah. you get, you'll get you end up getting the three people bed eventually. It's just not right away. Yeah, we could take a look at the final scoreboard as well. I mean, look at look at Scraps and Yuli. They had a hell of a map. Yuli, 39 and 26 with 4,100 damage. Scrap had 4,300 damage uh, with 32 and 26. Great map uh, from them individually. They, they went crazy. So, uh, London, they were able to take one. Everybody was like, holy shit, London took a map. This could be actually close. We could be going to a game five, but no. <laughs> It did not look good in the fourth <laughs> match. It did not. This was an absolute bloodbath. Uh, I don't know what happened to London in this map. I don't know what happened. They were getting beat to every rotation. Um, they couldn't get a single point. I mean, we'll skim through it. Unless there was anything that really caught y'all's eye, like a game-changing moment, I just thought the whole way through, FaZe uh, were just blundering them. I mean, it's 110 to 6 right now. Um, look I mean, these guys are just terrible at hard point. They have pacing issues. They don't do, they don't, they skip steps. Um, they don't have really the talent to bail themselves out. They just play slow a lot of the time. And bro, like, Damn. There's, there's people on there that are simply playing for their stats. And it's, it's quite, uh, they might not intentionally be doing it, Who but is it? there are, 
but there are people on that team that have traditionally <laughs> shut up. There's tr- people on that team that have uh, unfortunately always gotten that criticism where they just have this slow play style. And it's just, I don't think them in particular is the only person to blame because it's a team game, but like it's doing them no favors. There's no reason. There's zero reason why. And I, I won't even know, up, I won't even know like whether this. or not to say playing with stats, but they're definitely not on the same page. And that I do know. They're just not. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it looks that it just looks that way, right? Because there's no reason why certain people should ever be close to positive when they're losing by this much in games. I agree. I mean, oh, so you're saying scraps kill heart? I was kidding. I mean, it's (laughs) one eighty. I mean, it's one eighty to twenty six as I'm skimming through this. I mean, this wasn't even. This was an absolute bloodbath. I I mean. I, I always com- I'm going to compare this to myself as a player, and I'm not I'm not saying I'm good or anything. You can think of what you want, but I've always been the type of person that like if I need to if I'm trying to win the game and I'm down, I'm going to throw my life away and try to compensate for you know the things that are going wrong in the game by essentially sometimes just tossing my life away. Um, and there's certain people on certain teams in the CDL that won't do that. It's like they try to play this perfect scenario, Call of Duty. And it does not work. You just have to go sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, don't I, w- I wouldn't say just. There are like, a lot of there. There are a number of people that just don't have go buttons. They're scared like, to die. They're yeah, they're scared, scared to, to die. die. Yeah. They are scared. There, there are yeah, a lot of give, players like you don't that. Have you have to die. You can to drop honest, a point eight and win. Yeah, but Chris, I'd be scared to die too. If a BZ was shooting like this, like yeah, what can you really shooting. do? You might as well just chalk it up, man. Yeah, I mean, any you're final not winning. Thoughts, any final yeah, but the the problem the problem is this this team does it against a BZ. Do it against Pred. They even do it against like Capsule and Vickle. So it's like, I, I don't know what to say with London. They basically, as a team, think about it, have like three series left as a squad. So, I mean, this this is just a outside the control. Like, this is just a fucking I mean, smoke show. Yes. No. Like, bro, I, I, I hate that, Ben. Like, oh, there's only three series left. Because in reality, bro, like, these guys are fighting for their spot. They're fighting for, let's be honest, a little bit of pride here as well. Like, they don't just want to go out and get slapped. And then on top of that, there's a major coming up that they will be attending. Um, And we, and we know for a fact, I mean, even this year, there have been different <coughs> winners at every single major. There have been different winners. I just feel like having the mentality where it's like, oh, there's only three matches and to chalk it up. I don't know. I would lose composure if my team just chalked it up. Like, we have a, we, there's a lot of money on the line. There's a whole nother, there's a whole last major. You know, so it's like at the end of the day, you're a professional. You're under a contract where you're getting paid a good amount of money to be a professional. So act like it. Act like a professional. Like, I, I think you know with the I mean? with the listening, Tom, like they they didn't sound like a team that was just giving up. But it goes back to what you said, where you could just tell that they're all playing. They're well, just calling I don't out. Say all of them. They're they're playing for themselves though for a spot next next season right which is why i mean their teamwork was never really good but i think that's why it looks even worse as of late because they know they're not going to be a champs they know they're not going to be a team yeah um and they obviously want to still be in the cdl next year you know another thing is i don't really like i haven't looked at like stats too much um you know in terms of some of these teams matches because i just kind of glaze over the fact that like hey whatever like this this is an expected result but i'm actually curious i feel like i could be wrong but the way London plays, it almost feels like their actual KDs are probably pretty close to their AKDs. And I think AKDs is, I think it stands for adjusted KD. And it like also like contributes with like assist and stuff like that. And I feel like if if that's probably an issue because assist means they're contributing as a team, right? Like they're, they're getting kills off each other. And I feel like this team just does not do that. I feel like a lot of the time when they're getting kills, they're just like 1v1 kills. Because they're, they're, they're fucking they're ARs. They're helping each other. Dude, 100%. Dude, dude, look at every other good team, bro. Like you, you're, the ARs get in the mix. And unfortunately, whenever I watch this team play, it's like 
Subs flying, AR's not doing much, and they basically killed Yuli's play style. I've been slowly watching this guy play slower and slower and slower over the course of this team. Like they're killing this guy's it, it, career. It's both, bro. It's they're the, they're, it's they're the completely whole team. lost. It's the whole team, Ben. Sometimes the subs are playing too fast. Sometimes the ARs are playing too slow. It's their pacing as a whole is just off. Like their their is... ARs, I, I I sure, but their ARs are always playing slow. I never see their ARs playing fast. So yeah, well, London, they, well. Uh, they get pulled on. They lose 3-1. Atlanta phase. They make $10,000. It was a bounty match, right? That was a bounty match, right? So phase makes yeah. 10K. That was a free leg. That was a donation, He should have heard Scrappy in here before. Oh, this is fucking yeah, crazy. He was licking his yeah. lips. Scrappy was getting all pissed off uh, because apparently... Uh, wait, did, did Toronto have a bounty match? Or who did they play in their bounty match? I don't even know. Scrappy was bitching. They got, uh, they have, they had, they have, he was saying they had phase and optic as their bounty matches. Damn. This last stage. That's tough. But, uh, phase, yeah, but got, he, phase got London, bro. That's phase the got their vacation paid for in the offseason is what happened just now by the CDO. It's yeah, MC's door pretty much. For like three months. Um, but yeah, let's hop into the next one. We got the Los Angeles Thieves going, in, uh, going up against the Florida Mutineers. A little bit of an upset here. We start things off on a Hydro Hardpoint, Embassy Search and Destroy, Expo Control, Fortress Hardpoint, Mercado, S and D. I mean, guys, any uh, any thoughts on the vetoes? Looks like uh, Florida got rid of Mercado, LATs got rid of Hotel. I mean, what are you guys thinking here? I think the only map that like was interesting to me in this series was the Embassy because I feel like we've seen LA play at a dis decent amount, but Florida first map has was been crazy though. Chris, has... first map was insane. <laughs> yeah, but they've been deceiving. Florida's been kind of deceivingly good at this map. They've been competitive on it. Um, but yeah, first map was kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, any any thoughts, Ben or Ian, on the vetoes or not so much as we hop into the uh, I mean, uh, I actually I mean, think I mean, the vetoes. Sorry, Ben. Cut you off. I think they favored LAT a little bit. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, I think it was good vetoes from them. Yeah. I mean, especially Hydro, right? This is a bread and butter map for them. I was surprised they were they were playing this. I thought I thought Florida was going to get rid of Hydro. Yeah, I would say Florida it. playing hotel. Thieves have been sort of up and down, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what's up with LA Thieves the last two weeks. I mean. They were grinding last week, and the search was coming up short. Today, the respawns looked completely off, and especially in this map, as we'll watch it, like they probably should have won this map, and they broke down. I don't know what you guys think is going on. Now it was definitely a breakdown. I mean, we'll get into the map a little bit. LA Thieves, they start on good sides, so they they hold some time on P1. They hold their P2 spawns. I mean, they go up 70 points to kick things off. Love the plays from Draza here uh, going into the P3 rotation. You could see... With about 15, 20 seconds left, Envoy, he makes the initial play with a couple kills in the middle of the map. But why that's all happening, Draza takes a route deep left. Um, and I just love the plays here. He ends up playing a kill back here in the spawn. I think it ended up being Tyler Fellow who, who loses a fight here in the back. So that's a really big win. You see as soon as that happens, New Hill pops. And Octane's going to spawn right there in the back. So LA Thieves are able to break on in and make this P3 hill uh, a little mixy after chaining the first couple hills together. So Florida, at the moment, unable to get some pretty solid time here. Then we go into the P4, LATs with another rotation. This one went back and forth. I think Florida was able to get the last 30 on this one. And then as we head into the second rotation, uh, it was actually the LA Thieves who were up about 40 kills, uh, or 40 kills, 40 points going into the second roto as they split the, some time on these last two hills, the P4 and P5. Let's go into the listening with LA uh, or with Florida Mutineers and see how they sound. I thought Florida actually sounded pretty good today. So let's tune in and see how the boys sound from the Florida Mutineers. I'm holding pinch. That's she rock, bro. Shit, I don't know. He pinched dead. He's looking over in the top. P4, P4, P4. Net shot, net shot. He's net weak, net weak. And the other guy is P4. The other guy is P4. He's a trophy, he's a trophy in time. Okay. I'm needing time. 
He's still dash here, by he's the top, way. Top broke. He's top broken now. Kenny's pushing up, guys. Kenny's pushing yeah, up. Play for that top guy. broken. He's gonna chow mid. He did. He did. Nice. He did. He's front 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 I got a nice good shot. Last two were there. One one can be cape cut. I need time. I stopped you. You're good. You're good. There was two on old. There was two on old. pit. Whoever is just spawned. Yeah. I'll be playing exits old. I'm playing exits old. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the deep back right now. I'm on P5. I'm on P5. Back P5. They're not playing left. They're oh, back in the back, guys. One shot. Back P5. One shot. I'm gonna spawn out. Never mind. They're going mid. They're going mid. Okay. I'll get your mid cut. One's gonna be in the back. I'm looking deep. One, two, three. There's two boys in the back. Load on, load on, load on, load on, load on, load on. Okay. Missing. Can't buy the back. And buy the back. Low dome is one shot on the shack. I'm looking back. All of the back. Back stairs weak. Okay. I have your outer. I have your outer cap. I have your outer. Needing back stairs. Guys, your hard kills now. They're coming from the other mid. I'm making sure no one pitches P5. I have two I'm going to for you. Back left stairs again, weak. Okay. I have a trophy for you. I have your outer. I have one shot at that cage. There's a cage. Alright, so that's gonna do it for the listening. One thing that I really liked about it was just calling out spawns, calling out where people are coming from. You know, like if they're coming through mid, if they're spawning in the back, like who's looking where. Like there was a lot of small talk there. Right where I yeah, feel like when, when you listen yeah. to London, it just felt like they were just calling out. You know what I mean? There was not nothing really more to it. I thought Florida sounded pretty good. Um, so good listening there. Any thoughts on the listening? No, that's a good summary. It, I have a Ben. Quick question: How many points does Florida have this season? You no. Know? Yeah. Uh, you have to give me one second. I'll get it for you. It's no, no, it's, it's not that. It's not that big. It or big of a deal. But they got one. Uh, this season they have. A hundred. Oh, damn. And this, okay, never mind. I thought they were a little closer. This is where I thought LATs were just going to run away with this one. I mean, let, let's just pause it here. It's 182 to 149. 48 seconds left on his hard point. Look at this setup from LA Thieves. And there's also two dead. Kenny and Umbo just got kills. Look how deep they were spawning Florida here. And then Kenny finds another one. Draza finds another one. I mean, I thought this one was all over. I mean, after seeing this P4 hardpoint and seeing the way LAT set up, this is a great setup, by the way. One guy blocking it back, one guy in hill, and two guys pushed out on both cuts, P1. And they have the cross. Yeah, they have everything. And then Kenny, he's, he ends up finding two here while in the water. Like, they were absolutely frying him here. It was just a really big P4 hold from them. I know Florida was able to get in there the last, like, 10 seconds, make it a little bit mixy. But this is where things just start hitting the fucking fan, bro. I don't know what happened to Thieves in this map, but we'll kind of walk through it. As we head into the second P5, obviously Florida Mutineers, they get there pretty early. Uh, they hold like about half of the hard point until LA Thieves are able to get into it here towards the end. And Ben, I think it was you and the Wads Party, but you were talking about the scrap time here, the last eight seconds. Kind of yeah. run us through what you're seeing here. Why you think these eight, these this last final time here was important. Well, as you're, for Thieves, like in the way this, this plays out, like you're on two, you know, eight 220, seconds right here. 230, and like if, Thieves that hold that, they were probably pretty close to 240. So you only need 10 off of P1, which, you know, you get put Florida in a situation of they're not going to win off of P1, then you'll get P1 and P2. And if you actually watch how this plays out, eventually Thieves actually going to get in this hill and fall like eight seconds short. They're actually going to get to like 242 um, before Florida break in and then ultimately flip the spawns and win. So, yeah. you know. We've talked about how big one gunfight can be. Those eight seconds will end up being kind of massive. In this I mean, map. talking about a big gunfight, I mean, sometimes there's gunfights going on off screen as well. If you look at the mini map and see number four and number six, I mean, this gunfight is everything right now. You, see, you can see Draza. He's in a gunfight with Fellow. Looks like Fellow's coming from P3 and Draza's on top of those rocks. Draza actually ends up losing that fight. Tyler Fellow must have hit some nice shots there. Fellow, fellow was on the pipe. He's on a, 
uh, dirty heady. Oh, that like, god heady. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if unless unless Drazel was stair glitching him, which he wasn't, because that's like against not the allowed. rules. Like, well, not allowed. Um, fellow had the advantage there, but it was still really. Uh, it was a really big kill. Mm-hmm. You can see once once they win that. Now we're saying. Now we're saying. Uh oh. You know what I mean? Here we go. Uh, you can see LA thieves. They they end up getting three kills coming through the front. End up getting a clean wipe. So I thought maybe LATs might have been able to win it here. But uh, it was actually Capsital and Vigil. They were able to get in there at the last second and break this. And as soon as Florida broke this, I mean, this is their map to lose now. I mean, they're getting the, the scrap time here on P1. They're pushed up. They have the spawns blocked. All they got to do now is hold P2. I thought Capsule did a really good job on rotation, just picking up a couple kills here at old. That kind of pins them back a little bit, pushes them back. But take a look at the plays here from Vigil as well. He's 27 and 23 right now. He tucks himself into a little corner in the back, and he just sand his back. He's able to find one, find two. Tyler Fellow with the third, and that's how LA Thieves end up spawning out and losing I mean, for, this map. For a team like Thieves that has such good communication and usually some good team awareness, I'm surprised that they essentially were able to lose the map based on not tracking like certain people. Like, for example, when they went around the back there, they didn't really full clear their backs. They got shot in the back. Towards the In the P1, they were they were still looking for one player and they ended up having him jump up the water and getting a free two piece. So, um, heard in uh, you know some mistakes that is pretty uncharacteristic of this Steve's team. Uh, right. Cost him the map. Yeah, I mean, Ian, this is your team, man. Any thoughts on a map one after seeing them get comeback um, like that? I mean, honestly, I think they, I think they played great, like ninety percent of the map. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I normally don't do this, but I actually agree with Ben on what he was saying about the. Uh, Huh? Scrap time, not even on the generator <laughs> hill, but even the one before that, Tom, when uh, when you were saying, like, I don't know how they lost this. They had a perfect setup. They were so pushed out. Like, Kenny got a two-piece, um, and then I think it was Draza or someone was trying to rotate early, and Florida ended up getting in, where it's like, if you're that close to winning, and it goes from, uh, what what number hill is that, Chris? P1, two, Hey, which three, one? Sorry. P3. P3. Yeah. Uh, or or P four to P four P four yeah. It's like you don't really need to rotate, and that would have put them basically within 10, 15 seconds of winning, and then they would have won it. Like they would have won the game. But I yeah. think that they just, I don't know, maybe try to play too fundamentally sound when they just could have closed think, the game out well, here, with getting some scrap. Here's the thing: once in this game, um, once you hit one ninety, unless the other team is like on your ass, you um, like you just play scrap. Like over and over and over exactly, because yeah, exactly. you're one you're one hill behind. Like unless you're just unless you're you're doing a shitty job of playing scrap, like you're guaranteed to get 20 seconds here, 20 seconds there. Like you're gonna make up that 60, and then you're gonna just keep put you're gonna keep putting the uh, the enemy team in a predicament where they they have to contest you for that scrap, and they cannot rotate. So you're either you, getting yeah, you're you either securing back, that scrap or you're you're winning rotation like guaranteed every time. If you went back and you looked at that P4 hill after Ken got the two piece. Mm -hmm. You you would see how desperate Florida was, but mm -hmm. LAT yeah. just let them hit scrap. Like they just let them hit it for free, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's a good point. Unfortunately for the Los Angeles Thieves, they get clutched out in the first map, but they bounce back here in the map number two. Uh, it starts off pretty hot early. Uh, Envoy's got that bomb. He was actually seen on that B site. Florida they had to get a pretty clean defense uh, round here. Capsule is making big plays in PD. Um, and then we head into the next round, LA Thieves. They do it right back on the defense. They were able to get some big holds here. I think it was actually uh, Octane, who had some good shots here, onto, especially onto the sniper here. Ben, I know you were uh, losing composure a little bit with the snipe. Take a look at the shots here from Octane. Boom, he just absolutely laser beams them across the map. That's really nice shots from Sam. 
Uh, ben, why were you tweaking about the sniper, Ben? Tell, tell everybody. I don't like when players, like in this case, fellows, like one and four with the sniper, like four or five rounds in. Just, just put it away. See if, see if an AR in your hand can give you something else. I just hate when teams lose this map because people refuse to adjust. We complained about this in the last match with Florida. Say, fellow wasn't getting impact on the sniper the first couple rounds. He just needed to put it away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it's not working, put it away. I agree with you on that one, Ben. I want to highlight this play from Kenny. I've said this before. Why doesn't somebody just play a cornerback here? Because people love the late flank all the time, and that's exactly what Kenny does. He hides behind a fucking palm tree, and he <laughs> takes down two. I mean, that's fantastic plays out of great, Kenny. Great little weird spot to play. Yeah, it's just a nice gritty corner, and then you can see Brack. He he tries to make a play over towards this eight point, and uh, Kenny ends up taking him down as well. So it's a really good plays from Kenny there. He finds three in the round, so uh, pretty clinical out of him. Love the play call there to just play a corner. Uh, then we go to the 1v2 here from Vickle. I thought he had a chance to clutch this. You see, he lights up one. He gets away. He lights up both of them. But then he says, fuck it. He just pulls out the knife and just tries <laughs> to go nuts. Like, I was like, Vickle, calm down. You could have reloaded. They were both tagged up. Like, you could have been able to clutch that. I mean, maybe even reload, go top AC or Bro, something. Just gotta stay, I think he lost Stay full. alive because you got bomb, bomb down, bomb planted, yeah. I don't know if that his shots, I don't shot. know if his nub slipped or the other way was a little funky right there. <laughs> nub slip. But I think uh, after he didn't get either of those kills, he, he just chalked it. Yeah, I think he just chalked it up. He must yeah. have. It, this whole he map probably thought he was going to get rushed. It was it was a really weird play, but unfortunate. Then we get into the next round. Capsule team nades Vigil, and then Draza kills Capsule. So it's immediately a 4v2 off the rip. 4v1 after Octane gets a pick onto Fellow. And then check out the baits here from Dylan Envoy. Check out the baits here on the ladder. I mean, you see all smiles coming in from Dylan after that one. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny as well. Just like back-to-back -back rounds were pretty trolly. Um, that was good baits there from from Dylan Envoy over there on that uh, on that ladder as they go up four one. Um, and then this is where Ben starts losing full. He starts tweaking about fellow still sniping. Zen Kenny and LA Thieves they throw these tacks at fellow. They get a first blood off the rip four v two or four v three situation. Kenny ends up getting a streak off that. As well, bomb goes down for Florida, but they don't have any numbers left, and LATs are able to swarm on in and get the retake. So they go five one. Things do get a little uh, crazy. Florida do win some rounds here. They they end up winning like three or four uh, three rounds straight. So they bring it back to like a four or five. So it definitely got scary. But the only round I really want to talk about is this round right here. Uh, Kenny has the streak, and I don't know what you guys think about this. I'm a little confused. I personally think. If Kenny has the streak, he shouldn't be the one holding the bomb. I think they should call the streak in. I think they should get the information based on the streak and try and work a plan accordingly. Like try and work a, maybe work a B plan. 100%. Maybe, maybe work an 100%. A plan. But instead, Kenny holds on to the bomb and he streaks. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, well, they're up 5-1. Who gives a fuck? But like I said, Florida ends up winning like three or four rounds in a row. They bring it back to 4-5. I mean, I, I start shitting my pants a little bit. I say, oh, my God, the LATs might... Like, choke this again. Like, the first match. Because then you can see how it kind of goes down. Kenny, he gets picked. And then Capsule gets picked. And Florida, the, now LA Thieves, they didn't really do much off of their streak. You know what I mean? You yeah. guys agree Especially with Especially with that? how bad. Yeah. I mean, the streaks are horrible in this game. So, like, the, you can only really use them, especially in SNDs, to get control. Right. Like, exactly. make the other team have to run inside if they don't have a trophy. Mm -hmm. um, but Ken being the one with the bomb just... Makes it completely useless. Yeah, like, I feel like you just call that streak in and go B and just lay it while the streak's yeah, exactly. in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, they don't, don't overcomplicate it. it. Yeah, don't overcomplicate it. Like just and, and again, like I said, they're up 5-1. I, I didn't think too much of it. 
Um, but then as these rounds started going by, I mean, Florida, they were just honestly, they, they slowed it down. Like, Florida slowed it down. They started working picks. Like, rounds just started going their way. Um, even this round, Vickle, he gets blooded. It's a 3v4 situation. But I think it was Brack who finds one right back, makes it a 3v3. LATs are kind of on their toes. Capsule finds a guy slipping mid-map. Amboy tries to make a hero play here. He tries to look at him with no dead silence. He tries to crab walk up fucking mid-alley. That didn't really work out for him. Uh, 3v2 situation. But Florida, they started winning some rounds. They go into the last round. This is where LATs was able to close it out. Um, and, they, and they do so on a defense. I think it was Octane, good place. And Florida actually leave bomb and spawn off the rip. You can see Capsule, he gets aggressive, but Brack, he gets picked top windows. As soon as that guy top windows goes down, um, it's really difficult for Florida to make any plays here because you can't really watch over the bomb, guys. So 3v4 situation. You see Capsule, he tried to make a play towards the back. Things got a little weird here because Capsule was sneaking. Florida, they were a little staggered. I just felt like none of them were doing anything together. They were all just kind of doing their own thing. Vickle was in PD. Capsule was taking a long route. Bomb was still in spawn. They didn't really set anything up here, and LA Thieves took advantage of it. They ended up, uh, you know, soloing these guys out. Envoy finds one, and then Capsule's by himself. He doesn't have enough time. LA Thieves take the map. They tie it up at 1. 10-6 from Kenny. He had a fantastic map. 8-5 and five from Octane. And, guys, any final uh, thoughts on the map number 2? Got a little scary, but LA Thieves look good in the map, too. They do, but uh, Florida still have yet to, uh, you know, look good in Search and Destroy, at least as good as they used to with their old iterations. But they... But, hey, that's not going to stop them from, uh, you know, winning this series in the long run, I guess. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest with you guys, I mean, Florida just completely dismantled LADs moving forward. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we, we I'm we surprised have... that the respawns went the way they did. Mm -hmm. what, do you what do you think it was, Ian? Do you, do you think it was anything in particular? Do you think it was an off day for LA Thieves? Do you think Florida's looking better? I mean, what, what do you um, think? I mean, I, bro, this split, I think we're seeing basically the exact same situation. Uh, as Toronto after they won. I mean, like, you know how it is. We all know how it is. When you win an event, even if you're not, like, the most cockiest person, you have a different mindset. You know what I mean? You have a different swag. Your whole team does. So you go into these matches thinking differently than you did before. Like, yeah. even if it's only by like a little bit. You know, you, Yeah. You maybe don't give a team like Florida Mutineers any respect. Mm -hmm. or, or as much respect as they should get. You know, you only really care about, like, playing Optic or Toronto or the other top teams. And um, Call of Duty is so day-to-day. -day. Any team can be any team. Yeah. And so well, if you're not, if you're not going 100% and, and giving every team respect, like, you can, yeah. you can lose. And that's what's happening with LAT this split. Yeah, it's, 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 it's easy to say that. And, like, some people will say, oh, that's, like, copium and stuff like that. But as a competitor, like, that's always been true. Um, it's not, it may not necessarily be the only reason that, you know, these are struggling this uh, split, um, but it definitely has a, a factor to a degree. But you still got to give love to the Florida Muneers because uh, I feel like these guys uh, have been on they the up and good. up. They've been looking better. Um, you even said Vickle after they win. Um, they said that their practice was going really good. And specifically him, man, he's been playing really well. Been he's, great. <laughs> he's been really good since uh, since he watched him at like the major and like the rest of the, this split. He's been uh He's been playing really well for this I mean, team. Even in the control, when they, when they, in the expo control. They, oh, go ahead, Ben. I was saying when he when he when they when he fries, they win. Like I saw a tweet that like his stats and three wins that they've had recently. Like it's been pretty good numbers. So I think he's trying to definitely cement he's turned a spot it around. this team next season. Yeah, yeah. Even, even at the end of this uh, control round, look, LATs they got a four stack. Brack he does a really good job just getting on this point in the contest ball. You can see Vickle and Fellow, and they pick up a two piece of their own. They're able to save this round here in the last 15 seconds. Really big plays coming in from Florida, holding on to that eight point. 
And then I like how once they get the kills, they don't let LA Thieves breathe. They pounce on them and, and keep them pinned in that in that spawn trap. So big plays there from uh, from Florida on the defense. Then we go into the offense, and honestly, it was just Florida with a really big break. Uh, they break off towards A, and we know how important these breakoffs are. Is actually fellow who's mid alley. He finds a couple kills with that AR, and Florida is actually able to work an A cap here off the rip of Expo, uh control. I mean, we talked about it before, bro. Like. Breakoffs are really important in control, like really mm -hmm. important. If you let a team do something calculated on the offense and cap to save point right away, you're most likely not winning this round. On the the, your, 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 best, uh, your best chance of getting this A point is off the rip, especially yeah. if you are the second offensive team because you'll have trophies for your breakoff. Usually the first offensive team doesn't have that luxury, so it's easy to nade them off the point. But the second offensive team, <laughs> going there first... It's like it's so easy to get onto the point before the other team can even like stop you from getting bodies on. So you just have to like kind of protect them and bait them. Mm -hmm. So good on good on Florida. Yeah, good on Florida. They get the A point right off the rip and now they got two minutes to work with to get this B point on the offense. And to be honest, I thought they did a pretty damn good job. Uh, I think they took some routes. I think it was uh number one was Capsule who ends up finding a, a kill up top bar. He jumps down and he just kinda tucks himself into the spawn. Once he gets put into this position on B that's where he kind of gets the green light to go a little rogue here. Fellow, he finds one. Capsule jumps the corner, finds another one. And now LA Thieves, they're spawning in the back. And th this is what happens on Expo. Once once they get one wave of kills, LA Thieves, they start getting that deep spawn in the back right. Uh, and obviously, Florida, they're spawning close. They could just keep reinforcing. They can look over from top windows. All they got to really do is pick up the mid-map pinch. And they're pretty much golden here. And that's exactly what they do. They can work some stacks. Uh, and they were able to close out this offense as well. And then, obviously, it was a quick 3-0. They go back into the defense, and they take care of business uh, on the LATs. LATs, they, they get the B point. They get the easy point. But Florida do a good job staying pushed up on a map. They hold their map control. And LATs weren't able to get onto this A point and clutch this roundup. As you can see, the lives just go down. The spawn traps come in. And Bickle, he's all hyped up. He's clapping it up. We'll take a look at the final scoreboard. 24-11 and 11 from Tyler Fellow. What a map from T Fellow, yeah, man. Love read. seeing my man T go go crazy. But a lot of people that don't know, I actually played like Tyler Fellow's like my original duo. Like when I was in high school playing Black Ops Two tournaments. Like a lot of people don't don't know that. Like we we played all the time. So to see Tyler Fellow in the league right now do, doing his thing is uh, is awesome to see uh, for me. So shout out to Tyler Fellow for for a good map. And you have twenty and seventeen for Vickle, twenty three and fifteen, fourteen. Everybody pulling weight. Yeah, they all uh, play great. Florida. Yeah, all of them. Uh, all looked really good. Any final thoughts on the control? Uh, before we head into the last map, guys. Thieves just came up and played with their feet today. Period. Yeah, I, I think it was Eves, ass today. Eves were a little compromised after that map because they got absolutely ran. They got normally, thieves, normally, Thieves are, are pretty good. I was feeling good. Okay, Forge is hard playing. Maybe they force us to a game five, which is going to be Mercado search, which would have been really weird. Uh, but instead, Florida closed it out right here. Yeah, they close it out. I mean, Florida, they have a really good break. I mean, they were able to get some time off P1, and then they held those spawns for P2. So they just have, like, a really good break off um, where they were able to go up about 30, 40 points. And as you go into the P3 rotation, this was just a really big hold for the Florida Mutineers. You can see uh, some weird spawns, though, were, were coming in. I was a little confused about the spawns here. We could kind of watch it back and, and see how that kind of happened. Or I, I don't know if it was this one or the, or the second one. I think it might have been the second uh, Rotis, yes, it was the second P3, so we'll get there. It wasn't the first P3, it was the second one, so we'll, we'll look at it. But Octane, he's the only one up here on rotation. He's trying to hold on. You can see number six. That was actually weird, too, though. So number six dies. His teammate spawns in the back, and then 
he sp number eight spawns in the back and number six spawns at new. I mean, what is that? Does that make any sense to you guys? Then, or no? uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just random. Modern Warfare 2, bro. Uh, it's, it's just Modern Warfare 2, man. That's just, it's so, no, it's kill timings. So this, so the first and open this spawn. this happened on the second P3 as well. And I wrote yeah, it down. The, the, the first open spawn is going to be the one in the back. So the, the Thieves player that died first, he gets that spawn. Since he spawns there, he's blocking that spawn. So the next open spawn is going to be either P1 or the front spawn. Well, nobody on Thieves is P1, so the Mutineers guy gets the, the p1 spawn and then the next guy that spawns he gets the one that octane is at it's just <laughs> it's literally just chain chain hills because one guy spawns he blocks that spawn the next guy spawns blocks that one so then this next one becomes available it's so dumb dude i mean i mean i'm I, personally bro they're they're on old hill the back spawn is wide open like they everybody should just be spawning in the back like it, 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 as long as this p2 hardpoint is still popped everybody should be spawning back there but instead Draza, he spawns out. But Florida, they make the most of it. They run through gate. They use their numbers. Wasn't really too much Draza could do here because he finds one, but he's just getting swarmed by the Florida Mutineers, and they're able to break on in. And we know this P3 hardpoint and how easy it is to hold. We have seen a lot of teams troll it. But Florida, they definitely do not troll this one. Fellow gets one. He goes down. But that it's Vickle and Brack who, who hold off the the wall from the LA Thieves and uh, I like the tight setup from LA, uh, from Florida right nobody goes crazy nobody goes rogue everybody just holds their lanes holds their crossfires and look how easy it is for them they get a full sixty on that one they get a pretty fat lead after that and then uh, the last P four P five they end up splitting a little bit Florida had a bit of a lead <coughs> going into the second rotation and this is just what Florida does best going into the second rotation. I thought they did a good job just staying ahead of the game, like just staying ahead of their, their rotations and, and keeping uh, LA Thieves pinned. That's what they did. Going into the second set, you can see Thieves are already put back in that spawn trap. Florida did a good job getting kills and kind of blocking those spawns and kind of pinning LA Thieves back. Um, they were able to work a lot of time here on the second rotation as well as they picked up some of that. And then, uh, again, we go into the second P3, and it was kind of the same thing. They split P2s, but look at the spawns here from Octane. Can you explain this one, Chris? I can try. Um, so you can see everybody goes down. Number eight spawns there. Number one, number four there. Five's a, a new. I mean, they were just spawning. It, it, it was the exact same thing that happened. It same was, thing. It literally was the exact same thing, except. Nico oh, has no idea. Thing. Look, Bro. he goes to reload. He has no idea. Yeah, dude, he's like, what? Not Nico lost full. This yeah. game, that way, that was actually identical to what happened. This yeah, guy was... spawned here and blocked it. So then this guy spawned here and that guy blocked that one. That's pathetic, So the only Bro. available spawns that one. That is embarrassing. How many times do you think this, this year... Spawns like that have completely just changed the game. Oh, multiple it's it, 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 it's uh, uh, got to be fifty plus a million yeah. times, and a million. Actually, I don't uh, watch so, 50, Yeah, like in the hundreds. It happens so many times, but you want to another thing, and this is why I hate this game for it. You can't hold kill cams in this game, so like yeah. your time, your spawn timings can vary a lot. But also, be having a respawn delay in hardpoint. I get if we didn't have one, some of these games and the way the maps are, um, they would play too quickly. But having a respawn hardpoint when it first came out was birthed with no respawn. Bo2 had none, and that's what made it great because there was no spawn timing fugues. It was just insta spawn. Yeah. The only thing you could do was hold your kill cam, which I think is fine, but. Dude, hardpoint plays better at least spawn wise without without um what is it called uh, respawn timers. Yeah, unfortunately we don't have cold war spawn, so I feel <clears> that. yeah.
You can see how much it meant. Oh my to god! Vigo. I mean, he was just going oh nuts. Oh my god! Vigo was twisted. Fucking animal! You fucking. Beast. I'm not dapping him up after that. Nah, hell no! He's gonna break <laughs> bro, your hand. Broke my fucking hand, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro. That used to happen all the time. Every break, time break you your, go to break fit. your nub. Remember Dylan used to do that shit. Ian Dylan used to do that shit. Remember that? Yeah, he would get. Yeah, he would get so hyped. Yo, bro. he actually tried to break the nub a couple of times. Nah, bro. He used to win maps, and he'd get so hyped, you would start punching our fist. I'm like, bro, you're gonna break our hand. The money maker. We'll take a look at the final. I mean, he fried board. though. He went crazy. Yeah. 35 and 21. Vickle just absolutely pooped on these guys. Boop. He went absolutely nuts. Shout out to Vickle. 35 and 21 with uh 3,300 damage. 3,600 damage from Tyler Fellow as well. 27 and 20. They both all the whole Florida team looked uh looked great. Brad Capsule, they all played well. On the other side, uh, everybody negative. LA Thieves, they struggled in the slang department, which you don't see. Very often from these guys. Any final thoughts on the series, guys, as we head into the third series of the day between Optic and Seattle? These have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, with the way this is looking at, looking like, Thieves might, if they do qualify for winner's bracket, I feel like it'll be on the lower end. And we're going to see that traditional um, Thieves, at least of this year, where they end up being one of the best teams um, that is matching up against another like good team in the first round. And I'm actually interested to see how the rest of this goes, because if thieves might not make winners bracket first off, but if they do, it's going to be, it'll probably be on the lower end. And like I said, they might end up playing like an optic again, or like a Toronto, like round one. And like, I hate those brackets, dude. I hate them. I mean, so for thieves, they've got rocker and London left next week. I, I think that they can win both of those matches. Yeah. Uh, but not the way they're playing right now. Like, uh, so there's that. Uh, and to your point, like, you know, Optic's got the tiebreaker head-to-head on phase. They're about to play Toronto tomorrow. So Optic win that. They're pretty much set 5-0. and We're going to get first seed. Uh, some who, who does tiebreakers. Florida play, Ben? Who's their last match? Uh, they got Rocker or, 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 and... Or two uh, match, I mean. Florida they, has uh, London and Optic. Oh, no. I know it's a long shot, but I just... I You love to see Florida actually going hard because... They still can technically make it, uh, like make champs. So I think some things would have to go their way. But <laughs> well, that's why the Vegas match is so important tomorrow. Because if Vegas Vegas lose to Rocker, then they have to beat Seattle, and we get this weird two and three crazy potential tiebreaker situation. So we have like we have like three teams that are like four and one or some shit. So regardless for Thieves, like I think they're playing probably Toronto or Opta Ground One, and depending on how you look at it, it's either a good thing. I you might eliminate one of those teams early from the tournament or a bad thing in terms of their current form. I don't think mm -hmm. they're going to uh, square a wall with them. All right. Well, let's hop in to the next series of the day. We got Optic Texas going up against the Seattle Surge. We got a Hydro Hardpoint, Hotel Search and Destroy, Hotel Control, Fortress Hardpoint, and Embassy S&D. I mean, anything that you guys see in the vetoes that, uh, that caught your eye? I see Seattle got rid of Mercado. Optic got rid of Embassy. Anything that uh, you guys see? Well, Seattle's still just simply not going to stray away from having auto vetoes. I think they just yep. have their formula for the end of the season, and they're just going to try to see if they go out there and works. Listen, they're scrimming every day. Uh, I'm sure they're trying to, you know, improve, but, like, they're not. You still have an auto veto. You're just going to keep doing what you're doing and pray that you show up and play your game. And it just, it's, dude. I, think I don't know what to say I, about I, that. I'm gonna, yeah, the auto veto is cheap. I'm sticking my neck out on this one, and, and if I get stupid DMs from fucking Seattle team, I don't really care, bro. Like, I think this team is 
Oh, we got to value this team for what it is right now. Like, they had a really good start to the season. They were looking like, okay, this is Seattle from last season. They're going to hang with the big boys. They made a grand final, major one. Since then, they have been very hot and mostly cold in search. The respawn has been there a decent amount, but oftentimes they rely on Pred to carry because you get games like you got from Lamar and Mac on this first map where they just don't really handle it on the slaying aspect. I just think for Seattle, you look at their current position going into the rest of this major, like they have not secured a champ spot. They're not going to secure it until the event. If God forbid Minnesota or uh, Boston and Vegas, like kick up, there is a world where Seattle, very small world. It's not a high possibility. So don't go roast me, but they might not make champs. And I think from my position, if I'm Seattle and I don't win tomorrow, like you think about bringing Gwen in. I think you have the conversation. Don't live call me call me call that's me insane that. i don't think i don't think this team will get any worse by making a change and trying out their sub and on top of that give the kid a chance <laughs> and see what he can do maybe because at the very least you might get some looks for him see if you want to actually bring him in um in the next season because you know people on this team are going to be gone so maybe you actually give a chance to you know get this guy some play time because right now Whatever you're doing, it ain't working. I mean, bro, and, wait, and did you see he, Sam he, Phoenix's tweet? Yeah, no. seen, I, I don't know, that, I don't know but, what's going on. Yeah, but that's in what, that I'm, that's camp, what I'm bro. saying. It's like, bro, all, all like, look, I get it. Like, Sam's gonna kind of hold the line with his team, and like, he's not gonna be super critical. I just feel like this team's got to step bro, out the of their players situation. Know though, man, they know they're not. They, they, got, they gotta know that they're a, not. They bro. gotta know they're getting their. Well, shot there's there are two sides of this coin. There's the rocker. There's the rocker coaches where they're just like. Uh, things are, you know, for, for, it's not indicative of our practice, whatever we've been doing it in practice. It's just like, we, you just can't win, whatever. And then there's Sam Phoenix and saying, oh, dude, we're good. Like we got this type of like shit. Like bro, these people, these teams need to be real with themselves. And listen, I'm not saying you should go put this out on social media, but there's absolutely, if this is the way that you are just approaching every situation and actually thinking, thinking, you know, the way the things are going, I just, I, I don't know oh. what to say. Sam I don't said, know what to say. Sam, Sam's tweeted that like they made improvements, bro. They won zero maps. Like the exactly first two series is major. So I don't think they're improvements. Yeah, like I, I don't know what to say about but all they that. Where? They should. Bro, they're like on a nine. Said, they're on a nine since they got reversal by Rock Rocker. Counting those three maps, they've lost nine maps in a row. In the Damn. They've beat Damn. two teams on. They beat one team on lead. Lag. Yeah, bro. Like we we just we gotta step out of the situation. This team is just not that good right now, and like we won't be. And yeah, maybe you can make champs. You're gonna get top eight. We'll see what the, the fucking baccarat tables on Friday night. Well, like. um, let's get okay, into so There's no way if they don't. I would. I would, if these guys don't make champs, okay. Pred or Pred is going straight to hell, bro. Not 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 because he's like damn <laughs> wrong. Yeah, it's, more so, it's more what? so. It's more what? so that this guy. Wait, wait. This guy literally this season is basically an MVP candidate. <laughs> and if his team somehow doesn't make champs, bro, hell, hell is hot, bro. Yeah, Hell's okay. hot for Seattle Surge, bro. Yeah. Oh, Australia. They are doing. They are doing him wrong. They are doing him so wrong. Wait, man. I have a genuine question though. And I'm not saying this is the case, mm. but do you think that that this is like a LeBron on the early Cavs, or do you think <laughs> that? I mean, bro, Matt, no, it, Anderson, it, and it, Sib are not that bad. Like, they're not that bad. I'm saying, yeah. like, do you think it's possible that Pred's play style might not be the best for team success? You think that's possible? I, I just or think no? the way that, that team is set guys? up, Ian, is like, and they've talked about this, is like. Bro, they basically play with Pred and Dante can do whatever they want on the map. 
and Mac and uh, Lamar have to block. But they're on a leash, play. bro. It's it's like it, it, the problem with that is I just I feel like it screws up your timings. I feel like it puts people in limbo, puts them in weird situations. I think it is kind of like that situation with LeBron. And you know what LeBron did in that situation? I'm he went to South Beach with the Miami to go team with the super team. I think Pred's about to go do that. Every go wait, 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 hold on, hold club. on. This argument, I hate when people make this argument or like try to like bring it up because this is the only team that Pred has played for. So yeah. like you can't actually Same make as LeBron. that. You he got dropped to the Cavs. You can't. You can't. You can't <laughs> really make. Well, no, I want to say you can't really make the argument that he's hurting. He's hurting their team. It's the only team he's ever played for. Um, if we, if we, if, you know, let's say he goes to a next a team next season, they dominate for whatever reason. Um, we're gonna be going back and looking at this statement and just being like, wow. Well, you're wrong. I know I wasn't a statement. Yeah. I, was, I was just genuinely asking. I get. It. I know. I just. I just. I just. It's the only team he's played for. So like. Uh, I think he's too. I th he's just too talented, in my opinion. He, regardless of how he's playing, he is, he I mean, is. he he is a super talented player. Just play around him. Like there, there should definitely be ways to play around him and, and work with him. I mean, in terms of you're you're saying in terms of the way he plays, Ian, like a kind of just like he's like it's fucking a team over kind of thing. Like is that what you're saying? So not necessarily fucking the team over. Um, the best way I'll put it is I said the same thing last year with Envoy. I said, I, I said, like, I think his play style suited more for 5v5. Yeah. And uh, and then they went back to back and won, obviously. And I was told by, like, the coaches on LAT that they worked with him daily in practice to kind of fix his play style. Not, like, completely change it, but make it more beneficial for them. More so, efficient. Yeah, yeah. More efficient for the team's success. So I don't think he's fucking them over like Pred's discussing. You know, he's one of the best players in the game. But I wonder if it's like maybe his teammates are on too tight of a leash and his and he just has no leash. You know what I mean? Like maybe you reel him in a little bit mm -hmm. and you might see something different. I'm not saying I, that's the case, but it's something to think about. I don't know if that's even a thing, though, because I feel like that's always been Lamar's, I guess, play niche. style. It's been his niche. Like every time he's ever played with super talented players like look at Kenny back in in World War II yeah I mean Lamar played better statistically there but it was the same thing it's like Kenny go rogue I'm just gonna go here and hold and or I'll get the hill like he's always been that player so I think that's kind of like what you've expected I don't think this is necessarily hurting their play style I just think this is the play style that they opt to play and they feel like is the most beneficial and successful for them it might not translate in matches um obviously these guys are saying they made improvements but I mean, if it's not translating in matches, who go, who who really gives a fuck? Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, Chris. Like, even if that's the case, like, just be real with yourselves. It's not working this season. It it's maybe not. worked in it maybe worked in November and December when people are still learning the game. Now that people know where people are spawning and timings and all that, like they they I mean, Tom will show a situation that happens on like a P five. There's nowhere to be found with the guy in Hill, and the guy in Hill was bred. Yeah, it's um, like, dude, I, yeah, I don't a know. Few, I mean, one, one of them being this break right here. I mean, we'll see what happens in the offseason with Pred because I, I believe he's not a to be a free agent. So I'm curious to see Correct. what Seattle offers him and what some other teams offer him. That's going to be a pretty good offseason for Mr. AG, if you ask me. But I thought this was a great break from Optic. And I, I really like the route here um, from Hook. You can see Shotzi, he tries to do it initially, but Hook. He's going to take this water route, and then he's going to get kind of pushed up on Lamar here. He knows that people like to play this top dome area, kind of play exits off that old tail. I just thought it was like a really good route from Hook to get Lamar out of there. And then look at the way Optic sets this up. You see Shotzi, he takes one water route right. Hook takes a water route left. And then the two other players, they kind of play through mid. They kind of just funnel Seattle Surge here. I mean, this is probably a hill where Surge need to try and lock this down. But you can see right away, Optic Texas are able to get in here and break this one. 
pretty clean. Um, it, it was a little mixy, went a little back and forth. Some trades happened, but instead of Seattle locking down a full 60, they're not able to get much time here. And because of that, Optic was able to get a little bit of a lead going into the second rotation of hard points. So just really good plays, really good break from Optic there. I really like the routes that they took. Um, I like the way they set things up sometimes in, in hard point. And we go into the P5. Optic, they get here early. Um, Seattle was able to break here because Dante, he makes some good plays here. He gets pushed up on the left side. He finds a couple kills, gets some nice shots onto Ghosty as well. Uh, obviously, you know what Sib's going to bring to the table in terms of Gunny. He, he was laying down some nice shots there. And then AJ, he hits onto the hill. So Seattle, they were able to get this last 30. But you can see uh, because of that break on a P4 Optic, they got about a 50-point lead going into the second set of rotations. Um, and this is where things get interesting. We go into the second P2. This is where Seattle were able to get a pretty good break. I don't know what happened to Optic here. We can kind of watch it back and, and see what the heck was going on. You can see uh, it was Shotzi who was trying to make a play dome here. Hook finds one, but it's AG. AG finds one. Kills go down, and I don't even know how Seattle was able to break on into this one. We'll take a look and, and see what the heck happens. It looked like they pinched. It's Lamar who wins a big fight dome, and then somebody dies in the back, and Optic just kind of get broke. Kind of like what Optic did, pinching in Seattle Surge. Uh, Seattle kind of did the same thing back to him. I felt like this could have been even more of a blowout if Optic didn't get broken there. Um, yeah. But Seattle, they they come back. They they uh, they break that. They get some time. And then we go into the second P3. Um, and same thing, Optic. They get a little bit of time. They get about 20 seconds before Seattle were able to get here. And it's actually Mac who makes the plays here. Mac, he gets pushed up into, into top P3. And he finds one on the point. And Mac continues to go crazy. Jumps outskirts. He finds another kill. And this is where Mac, he just goes on a little bit of a spree, finds Big Brucey in the back. So you could just see the solo place for Mac coming in. Good shots out of him. That was another hill that I thought Optic maybe should have locked down there. But Mac with the good individual plays, he keeps the streak going. Um, and Optic, they end up chalking him up. I think Mac ends up getting some more kills here and, and picking up a streak. Um, you can see him jump the corner. Actually, no, he doesn't get the streak. So he gets taken down last second. Good win from Hook. But you can see Seattle because of those two breaks, the the, the P3. Uh, the P2 and the P3, they were able to bring it back a little bit, but this is kind of where uh, Optic, they start to somewhat run away from it. We got to listen in from Seattle Surge, so let's tune in, see how Surge was sounding, and then we'll get back to the map. I think he pushed close. P1, 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 P1 dead. Nice, could be in close. I'm looking close. Yep, yep, yep. Could be definitely close. I'm hitting up. Bottom close, bottom close. Dead, dead, dead. Nice. I'm trying up. I'm trying up. Shot time. Shot time. Shot time. Shot time. I'm showing it. He's one shot. Shot time. Nice. One more. Okay, two on time. Two on time. They make sure you don't play. Yeah, I'm going to play low right. They could be in close. They could be in close. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the back. I'll go to the back. I'll go to the back. Are you good? Yes, yes, I have it. I have it. I'm playing runes with him. I'm showing him. Okay. The big hill, guys. Big hill right here. One's pointing to me. Front, 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 Open. That nice. Front door, front door, bro. Two of them, guys. I need help on time. Two times, two on top. One up top. Okay. I'm, 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 I'
And you can hear AG at the last second, right, guys? But I can need we help go back? Time. Yep. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I want to see how he. Hold on, I want to see what the what the I'm hell happened. Sure how tweaking. he was the only one. Yeah. So Lamar, I like where Lamar's at. Lamar's on a rock. Somebody's blocking spawn. Mac dies up front. I mean, I don't right here. I mean, if anything, I think eventually the guy in the back, Dante, should move. Eventually, I think he should just push up. Uh, Optic do a good job using their numbers front. Um, yeah, but, I think Dante, I don't understand though. I don't I, understand why Pred. Like can't uh, accuracy no so he looked towards the like the office or whatever people call the little right window room. Lamar couldn't cut off the window. No, yeah. are you sure Lamar doesn't? Nah, he, he gets one and he, he can't tags see up the, the guy window. He crosses. He tags up the guy who crosses. I, no, I just I think feel once like he gets Pred that, needs I to think, be in a better spot. But yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm wait, saying. Wait, like, wait, I feel like wait, Pred I, could have literally <laughs> just sat in the hill yeah, and he's be in a better spot. He wait. needs to be like in the back, like staying alive back. I I agree. I agree. He could have definitely been in a better spot, but again, like. I feel like Lamar could have been a little bit more proactive. Maybe after he gets that, he'll like start to like push up like towards the archway and like clear his left and then like slowly starts to funnel up front. Then Sib moves up as well. But also, do you notice where Mac was before that? Yeah, he was pushed out front. Yeah, no, but he was way pushed out. He could have just stayed. Look, look, no, before. Or again. Again. Oh, P1, like back look, here. It, when he, just like right sit here. here. Yeah. Just sit here. Shoot. Just play the cup. Be the nuisance. Play the crossfire with Lamar. Look, he gets two kills. Where are you <laughs> going, blood? Yeah, no. Nah, where where is blood going? He just opened up the P1 spawn. Well, yeah. another thing to to point out, even though he ended up like backtracking himself in in the the listening, it kind of goes to what I was saying is Seattle had a perfect setup off rip and Pred was asking for someone to get in the hill. Like when he was in it when they they had a complete setup. Yeah. And and then he was like, "Oh, no, actually never mind. Everyone hold." So, I'm not trying to nitpick, but I'm just saying like that could be something that happens on a lot of other maps where it completely messes up the flow of the team. Like it is possible. <clears throat> yep. I, I agree. That, that people just people just don't look at it like that, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like people look at KD and they see Pred frying, which like he is, but he could also be maybe hurting some of his other teammates' performances. I actually thought Lamar made a great play there. He picks up outer, finds a kill. He tags up a yeah. guy one shot crossing. He finds another kill mid-map. I mean, he gets two and tags up a guy one shot, and he calls it out. You hear Lamar listening. He's front. He's front. He's front. I mean, yeah. the guy fronts one shot running through front door, shooting the guy in hill in the back. I mean, Pred, Pred could have also, Pred could also literally just chowed him, like pushed out the front, literally got the kill, and then turned to watch his water or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. There's multiple things they could have done differently. I mean... Just, and then I, I love the discipline here from Shotzi. He pulls out a scar, I think. I think Shotzi pulls out a scar here, and he ends up going towards top bridge. I just like how, how Shotzi's like, let me just call a game right now. You know what I mean? Like, let me get pushed up bridge. He can watch the water out underneath them or sound whore, and, uh, and he can kind of hold this lane here. And, and he knows. He knows these routes are coming. He knows Seattle's going to be taking these water routes. And we're going back to this P1 hill, so Shotzi makes a good heads-up play. He's able to find one. Ghosty, he's holding the, the uh, overextension over by Ruins. Uh, you can see Hoop now. He's on the point. Dashie's uh, looking in behind him. And I don't know what happened here, but AG, I don't think he realized where Hoop was on the hill. He goes down. The teammate comes in. And Dashie with a couple kills. Good discipline from Optic Texas to just rotate. No, don't get overjealous, right? Like, yeah. don't, don't just run at that old hill and lose spawns. And, you know, they just stay disciplined. Rotate. Hold your lanes. You look at the final scoreboard. Uh, AG, 24-17, 21-19 from Lamar. Uh, 19 and 15 for seven. I mean, they were all slaying. You know what I mean? They were they were definitely getting kills. On the other side, everybody negative except for Hook, who's positive three. So Optic Texas getting outslayed in this one, uh, and and winning pretty easily. And Ian, I think that goes back to your point, right? Like just they're not mm -hmm. really like playing the game the right way. Um, uh, Optic played Ian's that map fantastically.
Yeah, no, they look good there. Good plays from from Shotzi at the end there. Any final thoughts uh, on a map uh, one, guys? Any final thoughts? No. Kills, kills don't mean everything, man. Just look yeah. at the scoreboard. I mean, this would have been this game would have been a mega blowout if Seattle didn't get those B two breaks. Like they would they would have lost by a hundred plus. And then we had this search, Ember. We've talked about Seattle in this game mode. We have zero confidence. Down at one, optic has been at times good at search. I know hotel S and D sometimes been a little bit of a tricky one for optic, but I wasn't feeling particularly <laughs> confident on Seattle's chances after that first map. Yeah, I actually thought Optic played this first round pretty well. First, they go towards A. Seattle tried to blind counter him uh, about at A side, but it ends up being a 2v2 situation. It was a 3v2. I thought Hoog overshot a little bit mid-map, um, but it's a 2v2 situation. Optic, they end up rotating the bomb from A to B, so they kind of catch one guy out of the play. They're able to get the bomb down. Dante tries to make a play here, tries to get in there, but Dan Ghosty finds one side door. Shotzi helps him. I mean, it's a snake pit, right? It's really hard to break that point, especially if you don't got tax. Um, so Optic, mm -hmm. they go up 1-0. Then the next round, some trades go down. Ghosty, he finds one on the cross. Somebody tried to, uh, I think Dashy goes down right before he crosses the well. So 3v3 situation. This one ends up coming down uh, to a 1v1. Actually, Shotzi in a 1v2. He takes down Mac now right here. I don't know what you guys think. I feel like right here, as soon as Shotzi gets the kill, a good team is probably going to stack the same way. Like, I feel like, I, I thought this was actually pretty predictable that he was down here. Now, I, I, I know that we can see where he is. So, like, it's hard for me to actually tell what I would have thought in the moment. But I think against good teams, like, they're always going to double up the same side. I think a shit team might separate. Hey, but... Where was, uh, where was, can we, like, see, like, how, like, before where Lamar was and did he get any kills? Lamar planted like... the, uh, Lamar, uh, I don't know if he, let me see, let me see what happened here. Lamar was in the back here. Um, and I think, I, I don't know what happened here. It was a 2v2 situation. I don't think Lamar got any kills. Not re Not, like, recent where they would know where he's at. And he's shooting right there. So he, he kills Hook from double desk. Maybe that's what it was. That's probably what it was. Look, he no, did, well, you want what it was? It you was don't the know. Fact that he does, he doesn't know, who, know planted. who planted. I think they I think they do. Nah, like, they there's no way this is him. Right here. There's no way that, yeah, there's no he way that's, right that he got, he got there that fast. So this, they know this guy's still either on bomb. So he's either going to be like, he either went couch, info desk, or he's underneath him. Yeah. So he's, he probably just isolated every single angle after that. Yeah. I mean, I like, one thing I do love is Shotzi puts the fucking gas pedal down. He does not like one of those players who literally just stand around and do nothing in a 1v1 clutch. I can't stand when players do that. Um, but Lamar makes a really great play. Just just gets himself tucked into the corner, holds that lane with the AR, plays his distance. I thought Shotzi for a second was going to read him underneath him, but he doesn't read him. Lamar makes a good play. We're tied up at one. Um, and then I like the play here from Shotzi. He actually takes a little bit of a route here to the middle of the map. He catches Mac with his pants down. See you later. Uh, he finds a first blood, 4v3. And then right here, Dante, he starts wall banging him a little bit. But Shotzi, he does a good job staying alive until he jumps out like this. How you doing, Lamar? Boom, takes him down. 3v3 shots, he maybe just uh, a little bit uh, too twisted there. Um, but Hook, he makes the play. He's laying down here. People were calling this a stair glitch. I mean, what do you guys I don't know. I don't have no idea. This is, this is indeed know. a stair glitch. Unless it, he, if, if he was higher. Dude, he's I, shameless. I, if he I was like higher it. up, if he was higher up, maybe it wasn't that bad. But I'm pretty sure this is a stair glitch. I I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't know I mean, what look, is we, and what isn't. I don't even yeah, know what the sure that's a stair glitch. We had a scrap in the watch party and they play Optic tomorrow. So I'm very curious to see what Toronto does. They see optic pull stuff out. Listen, bro, like, have you seen the snakes, man? Who cares? They just do whatever you want at this point. Snake yeah, could be snakes. Do the clayster, like, bro. Play the game out the box. Clay, bro. Nah, play, nah. Wait, way back in the day, is, was trying to play with claymores. I'm not even trolling. Wait, sna snaking is bad. <laughs> wait, like, Ian, snaking is bad. Stair glitching is a different level of scumbag. No, you're right. No, you're, you're right. right. You're, you're right. right. You're, you're actually invisible. 
Mm-hmm. You're yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't really know if that was brought up at all. I wonder if anybody brought it up in like the GA chat or something. I wonder if anybody said anything, or maybe people just like at this point are like, "Who cares?" And everybody's gonna be stare glitching tomorrow, which should be uh, which should be interesting to to watch. But Duke, he makes the play. This kill shots. He takes the route. They go up one two, uh, and then we get into this round. It was actually Dan Ghosty who who makes the play. Uh, you can see Dan. He's he's down low here. I don't know how he gets to. Bruce is playing top bedroom with a with a pistol. Dan, he actually shoots the guy off the bomb, and then he gets tucked into a corner, and the guy, Mac, he just jumps right over his head. And Dan was able to find a big two-piece there. So what was a 3v3 ends up being a 3v1 after Dan's big two-piece there. So they end up going up 1-3 here. Great plays from Mr. Dan Gosey. The... And then he continues no. again. Some trades happen mid-map. 3v3 situation. Dante with some nice shots under Dan. I thought Dan went a little bit rogue there. 3v3. You might want to chill. Bomb's going down. Just play your life. Wait for that bomb to go down. Then try and make a play. Hook, though. He tries to clutch the 1v2 and, and take a look at this. First of all, let's slow this down here. Okay? Let's slow this down. Chris, <laughs> what gun is he using? I can't really see that well. What gun is that? Is that a Vaznev? It looks like a Vaznev. <laughs> nah, nah. Dante. Dante ate here, bruv. Dante ate there. You nah. gotta be kidding me. Dante nah, hit him with tank. Nah, he whiffed, and he hit him with four bullets, and that, at that range, you're not killing him. Let four. me see this one. Nah, nah, nah. Bro, <laughs> what? Let, me let me tell you something. The scar is just a different. Mm-hmm. It's a different ball game of cheese. You know what I mean? He gets nah. those kills. with the bro, scar. He gets both bro, you those kills. Su- you know, you want it? Well, yeah, because the scar has less multipliers. You know what sucks about this game is there's so many multipliers Everything. on the body. Yeah, <laughs> there's so oh, many sorry. multipliers on the <laughs> character model that like you have a different damage profile for the upper chest, the head, the lower chest, yeah, the weird. arms, the legs. The lower chest. The it's toes, just like, bro, the balls. Toes. like, yeah, every yes. single part you shoot, like it. It's I hate it, bro. Multipliers should not exist. I don't care if it's realistic. The only multiplier that should exist is the head, and it should be a slight buff where if you hit like two, three headshots, you'll kill immediately, but not where like one bullet affects your your TTK, bro. It's terrible. Yep, Seattle. They end up bouncing back. They just rush plan A that round. It's just a quick rush plan to get across the bedroom. I mean. Pretty standard round from Seattle. Uh, let me go to the 3-3 round. Uh, again, Seattle with a quick defense. Look at the route that they take here on the defense. They double hit, or, or two guys hit double arch here. Dante actually finds a kill on a cross. And then Shotzi, he just gets picked out. I don't think he realizes all these Seattle players are already behind him. Seattle with just a lot of aggression in that round. Love the play call there from Seattle to get aggressive through double arches. They end up going up 4-3. And then this round, Seattle... Almost able to clutch, but I thought Dan Ghosty made fantastic plays. He played great this map. Dan was doing his thing. 1v2 situation. Nine seconds out of the clock. He kills the bomb carrier. Gets tucked into a corner. And I'm saying, uh-oh. Lamar's about to jump on his head. Dan Ghosty. Man, that gun is good. Absolutely shreds Lamar from two feet away. Hip <laughs> fire comes in. That's tack on tack violence, Man, bro. that gun is fucking good. Back, back up when they decide to rotate. Is that tack on tack? Or is that, did he have a Vaz? Uh, let me see here. Let me see. Let's let's hit a little pause. Slow down, slow let's down, see slow what, down. Let's get a little pause here. Wait a second. Wait a second. I think we got Whoa, a Vaznev. Hit a pause. Hit a I think, pause. I think we got a Vaznev here, folks. Hold on. Let me let me let me hit a let me fast forward here. Boom. Okay. Let's let's play it out. Let's go to the two twenty five. Let's let it rip. Let's see, let's see it. Let's see, let's see it. Let's see what we're working with here. Let's see what we're working with here. Um. Okay. So Lamar, any second now, as you can see on your <laughs> screen, is gonna jump down. As you can see. Yeah, yeah nah, that's a Vaznev. Let's keep it going. That's a Vaznev. Let's keep it going. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Um, and then we're obviously tied up at four here. 
Love the play call from Optic here. They actually four hit B in this round and just completely dismantled this guy in B. Look at him by himself, just sitting here. AG, he's just waiting. You know what I mean? He's thinking everything's okay. Everything's peaches and cream until he gets an absolute wall, the green wall of Optic flying in. And they do a good job here. They jump well, the hold, corner. Hold on. Hold oh, on, man. Bro. Everybody hold the line. Benjamin and Seen. Bro, what is this setup from... Okay, so this is where we talk about the back door not being open. Brother, what is this attempt at a hold from fucking Seattle? You don't like that, Ben. You don't like bro, that? Bro, they, they're like stacking side door. Why doesn't why did Lamar should just get in there, bro? Just start hitting some snakes. Well, the re the reason I don't like it is because like you if you're if you're able to hold back door, you can get probably one more of a freebie on that side. But with the side door and like you just get team child and gun. And bro, that I think I think like I don't think Pred was trying to bait his teammate's side door. I think he's assuming someone's going to come. Wait, that the angle side. that Pred is in is also just dog shit. Because yeah, most people, they, now. people it, it, now. it is, it is, but it's always the angle they they dive. Most people just dive past it. You're never, you're not even going to get a kill, so they're going to dive past you, and then you're just going to be like, oh fuck, what do I do? Your teammate's getting shot, and then you get isoed. Like yeah. playing in between that oven is so ass. If your job is to watch catwalk, you have a guy. You have to have a guy like aggressively take control of your fridge that yeah. way you can play wider angles like along the oven or, or close to the door or in the tiny like hallway playing behind that spot is so ass yep and you can see dan ghosty 12 and 4 he's having an absolute map and look at the strat here from optic Shotzi dives across they hit out jewels they double hit it who comes around he ends up uh dying ghosty he finds a big 1v1 min map but take a look at the place from Shotzi here throws the nade out takes care of lamar and then take a look at the win here from Mr. Anthony Shotzi, the one and only. Hits him with the step back. Boom. Vaznev wow, what to the gun face. is that? That's, a, that's an absolute Vaznev yeah. to the fucking dome piece. Shotzi, he makes the play. And, and that pretty much solidifies the round because the bomb is down. And look at the setup here from Shotzi and Ghosty. There is no way in hell that they are able to lose this, especially when Mac throws a stun out and the stun doesn't fucking work. So Mac yeah, throws a stun the out. Stun, didn't connect. stun literally fucking That's blows fucking up right crazy. in between both of them, and it doesn't connect with them. Uh, no aim assist may, comes may, in. With may, maybe shit. Maybe. Pro players without aim assist. Imagine, I'm kidding. Nah. Did Dan, did Dan, maybe Dan actually got stunned there. Maybe. Controller players without aim yeah. assist. LOL. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's a really good round. We can take a look at the scoreboard. 13-4 and four from Dan Ghosty. Phenomenal plays from Mr. Dan uh, 10 and 7 from Shotzi as well. On the other side, everybody negative. Nobody able to get anything going. Fantastic plays. Any final thoughts on a map number two? Ian, any final thoughts on a map two? <laughs> Dude, I turn uh, over and say, Ian, any final thoughts? And I just see your pictures. <laughs> I give yeah. Optic Texas one and a half thumbs up. Great map. <laughs> Seattle. I don't know what those cats are doing, bro. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know what's going on uh, with the Seattle surge, but definitely some great individual plays. Uh, coming in from Optic Texas. And uh, then we get into the control. Get into the control. Optic are actually able to hold uh, on defense here in the first round. Seattle, they get that A point, but they have one more tick left. And Optic just do a good job just staying pushed up on a map. Shotzi and Hook are so annoying to play against. They're always pushed up on a map. They are, they, they're the epitome of hitting through gaps and getting pushed up and being annoying. You know what I mean? Um, and when they're both doing it together, Seattle just really struggled on getting this B point. There was always either one of them pushed up in bedroom. And then you have Dan Ghosty and Dashy holding your pinches and holding down lanes. I mean, it's it's definitely not easy. The optic, they come out, they win the uh the defense. And then wanna highlight this play uh from Lamar. It was actually Optic who actually were able to get onto this point. Um, I thought for a second that they were actually gonna cap this, but take a look at the three piece here from Lamar. It's almost like target practice. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody's standing still, nobody watching their pinch. 
Good plays there uh, from Lamar to save that B point. I think that ends up saving. He lost full here. Yeah. Well, they end up saving. That ends up saving the saving the round for them. So, great plays from Lamar. They end up winning this defense. After that happens, Optic, they obviously get the A point. But because of that individual play from Lamar, they pin everybody back. Bada bing, bada boom. And uh, Optic, they kind of lose their lives pretty quickly. Um, it was a great route from Lamar. Um, people are saying go back to the spawn. What spawn are they talking about? Was there a Fugay spawn? No, no, just when they spawn bottom bed. Oh, uh, when they or spawn like, bottom bed? Yeah, on yeah. Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was definitely, uh, I mean, it almost worked out for him because they got they were able to get a beat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After he got the three-piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened That just here. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't bro. make sense. There's nobody putting any pressure towards Kitchen at all. Maybe it's because Lamar's looking at it right here. That might be why. Because he's kind of, see how he's like in his FOV? Like he's, he's kind of staring at that back kitchen spawn. But they should still be spawning like in kitchen here. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there I mean, should be other spawns in around kitchen. And then, sure. and then, and then, and then take a look. <laughs> you know, take a look at Lamar's yeah, Lamar face. face. Lamar's That's funny. Look at his face. <laughs> Lamar's mind blowing, dude. <laughs> Lamar's face when three guys turn the corner and hit him here is absolutely comedy. I mean, his eyebrows just go up. Look at him. He said, what the fuck? <laughs> He said, how the hell did they get there? Um, but it was a really good place in Lamar. Obviously, Seattle, they bounce back. Uh, they win this round. They tie it up at one. Um, and then Optic, they go back in the defense. They're able to hold on. Let's go into the overtime, or not the overtime, the, the fourth round. This is where Optic were able to close it out. And uh, it was Dan Ghosty who just goes absolutely fucking insane. Look at the play that he makes to get his team onto this point. I just got to find it. But he just goes I don't know how he was able to get this three-piece. Here it is. Dan Ghosty, first he finds one onto Pred. We'll rind it back a little bit and see what Dan does off spawn here. But for a rookie, man, this guy's making absolute plays. Let's take a look. Comes off spawn. He's working through rugs here. He ends up uh, jumping a corner. Um, boom. Works through rugs. Boom. Jumps the corner. Finds one onto Pred. Then he finds another one onto Mac. Pulls out the knife. Takes down Mr. Dante. <laughs> and that three-piece, I mean, that spawns Seattle surge so far out that Lamar is all by himself over here on his eight point. That's going to open up the gap a little bit for Optic Texas. And then Shotzi just makes the absolute play. Poor Dante. First he gets knifed, and then he has to deal with the Clayster vapes coming through the smoke. Clayster vapes. Uh, Shotzi was able to turn and burn and find a couple kills there as well, and Optic were able to get the stack. So I thought we were going into an overtime, but Dan Ghosty <laughs> called game. You can see how hyped up he was. He was going absolutely nuts. We'll take a look at the final scoreboard here. Uh, everybody from uh, from Optic, either negative or even, once again, it's only Dashy who's positive, too. On the other side, uh, you know, got Mac 27 and 25, 24 and 20 from Lamar. Uh, honestly, pretty good all around from, from everybody, but great map from Big Boosie with 3,100 damage. Any final thoughts as the series as a whole? Optic, they uh, they take Seattle Surge apart. They, 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 they dismantle them. It was pretty clinical from Optic today. They continue to look really, really good. Any guys? Uh, any final thoughts on Optic on uh, Seattle? I mean, what do you? What so do you guys think? Seattle's remaining <laughs> schedule right now: Boston, New York, Vegas. Do we really mm, think that, that Seattle man. are going to win at least one of those matches? What do you guys talk think? That. I think they win one. <laughs> they, they should. One. Depends. Yeah. Are they gonna be my boy Gwynny in or no? Hell no. They're definitely. I, I, they they I made mean, improvements. I, I don't. <laughs> think, I, I think they the made hell of improvements. Trust. Fantasy, <laughs> Candyland, and Dallas, Texas. I don't think they're making the change. I don't think so either. They're, they're going to say Candyland. Fantasy Candyland. Optic um, played great, though. 
Yeah, they look really good. They've been looking really good, to be honest. They've been looking. They're the most consistent team. team. Yeah. Uh, listen, bro, they just showed what a, what a what a good Call of Duty team looks like. That, them they, not winning serious. a tournament might be a blessing to champs because everyone that wins comes home and gets starts getting pooped on the rest of the you know time. So Pepe. yeah, they might. Uh, Pepe. Them them not winning might be a blessing, bro. Going into the rest of the season. Yeah. Ben say Ben say Pepe. Low Pepe. key. Um, and then let's yeah, let's man. go to the last and final ben series Shelby. of the day. We can uh, we could go through this one pretty quick. This was another 3-0, and uh, to be honest, it wasn't really the closest series. We got the Los Angeles Gorillas going up against the New York Subliners. Got an Embassy Hardpoint Hotel Search Expo Control Mercado Hardpoint Embassy S and D. We'll head into the map number one, um, and I'll break some things down. But anything in the vetoes, guys? Anything at all? Nah, it makes sense. New York's really good at hydro, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but uh yeah i mean you know at times new york's been kind of day-to-day today they played really good and this is a must-win series for lag losing this uh eliminates them from champs and unfortunately they were unable to do that as a couple of players had a really slow start to begin this map yep i mean just to kind of go through the map real quick i mean i'll kind of break it down for everybody but uh we're going to the p3 and and this was just a great hold from new york they get here early they get a really good setup um they, they even got kismet and, and paco pushed out um, they do a great job being annoying as well. Love love the play Paco's making here, just staying alive. I think he ends up finding a two-piece here as well. And a drop shot here in XC. Yeah, there he goes. Boom. Uh, but NYSL, they were able to chain a couple hills here. First, first, they get a full 60 on the P3. And then it's Paco, P-Dog. They're just making plays on this break. You see LAG, they're playing so tight in that hard point. But love the plays here. Paco's able to find one bathroom. Then he jumps the corner. Joe throws the stun out. But Paco's able to find another one. That's going to open up the gaps a little bit. As P Dog, he's gonna be here in the backside of this point. NYSL, they get the spawns and they're able to break this hill off the two piece of Paco. I actually think Kismet makes a good play here as well, kind of pinching this in because he finds two here. He absolutely smokes Alec there and then he uh, finds another one and just like that, NYSL first the P3, full 60, then they break into this P4. Um, they build themselves a little bit of a lead and I want to show some love again to the Bulldog because he goes absolutely nuts here. In the P5, he's already got a streak to his name. Everybody dies around him. What does he do? There's one. There's two. Turns the corner. There's three. Also puts some shots into that fourth guy. Uh, and his teammates were able to come in and, and trade that one as well. So just want to show some love to the Bulldog. I thought he made some great plays. I also see him in the chat. So shout out to Mr. Kisman in the chat. You can see how New York, going into the second set of rotations, they had uh, an insane lead. Let's tune into the listening with New York as they extend their lead and, uh, and see how they sound. He's weak. Two top AC. Two top AC. Oh, good. I'm repitching left. One stop. Right, one by pushy out, Cedar. I'll be turned for this. Stop AC. Stop AC assault. One stop PD. AC dead. Time and time. Look at the gas. Big Cedar. I like this top office. Alright, outside town. Office gas hill. I don't see gas. I'm going to go. As two gas. As two gas. Back truck. Back truck's weak. Nade me. He has a stroke. I can tell old with you from bathroom. Actually, you went pit two, pit two, pit two. On time, mid. Pit two, right now, guys. Third man, third man, third man, third man again. Alex, er, RC, er, assault, sorry. His mid goes crazy right here. Everybody listen up. Phenomenal, all of you in the bold goal. One shot, one pitch, absolute. Top cast, one pitch, right? Yeah, it could be. He's being SQ. I'll get time. I have your SQ. No, I have your SQ. I have your SQ. Wait for me. I got time. I got time. I got time. Big boy, take your take your time in the back. I have your SQ. Nope, shark is. He opened in the back. He opened in the back. Bottom uh, guy. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Taking the shell. Shit on? Yeah. I'm gonna. Don't worry. I have my gas. 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 I have
He still goes. He's still going. Yeah, watch your back. Watch your back. They're going to Damn. The Bulldog was letting him have it, and I took the over on the Bulldog. You know what I'm talking about? Just shout out to Kismet. Eagle's absolutely nuts, and you can kind of see how New York were able to run away with this one. End up rotating to another P3 as well. Um, getting some time, or sorry, P4. Um, you can see LAG, they slowly, slowly just start to dwindle away. And uh, the New York Subliners, they get a pretty easy victory here. They ended on the P5. They get the W. Clinical win from the New York Subliners. We'll take a look at the scoreboard. 27-20 and 20 from Kismet. 22-22 and 22 from Paco. Uh, everybody pulling weight from uh, New York. And on the other side, uh, Alec, what a tough map. Joe, what a tough map. Alec, man, he's been going through it a little bit, man. He's definitely been going through it. He actually came in with a tweet as well. He said, uh, try taking a different direction this year, and I learned from it. Complete 180 from the last couple of years, but I still believe I can win it and will. Just got to be me. Let everything fall into place. Appreciate y'all still showing support, y'all real ones. I like that he's got a, got a good head on his shoulders. You know, he's been struggling. He's been in a slump. What does um, that mean? But, but at least he's trying to be positive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly like what he means direction? by taking a different direction. Yeah, I don't know what he means by that. But at least he's still, like, mentally, like, you know, still pushing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully he can bounce back next year. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see a bounce out because I think Alex is a great player. Honestly, um, it's just it's just been uh, an absolute blender for him and and this whole team. To be honest, it, it has not been looking good. Um, any thoughts on that? On that tweet, Ben, Chris, any thoughts? Any thoughts I think uh, I think for for Alec, I think the the tough thing was making the right decision after your time on the face team was over. Um, I think the running it back with the Neptune Hoop Spar Trio was a uh, not a particularly wise decision and they blew up their team halfway through the season and they never really got going. So yeah, I think he's just got to rethink his priorities for next season. I think Alec at his best still top tier AR in call of duty, top tier AR in the league. And I wish the best to him for him to try to figure this out. And he, um, he did, he did what I did when I was a uh, younger in my career. There was a point where going in from AW after a season with, um, after ending the season with players like Nagafin and Aqua and Facento going into black ops three, um, those guys were on team elevate. They ended up placing really well at champs towards the, you know, the later end of the stage. I ended up leaving those guys because I was like, Oh, let me go team with fucking nameless Ricky and miracles again, just cause it was just <laughs> people I was familiar with. He just bad team decisions. Bad team decisions, and um, it pretty much cost him his year. And uh, yeah, I mean, you I mean, bro, speaking of bad decisions, happened to me. I'm, I'm no different. Speaking of bad decisions, what the fuck were they thinking here? LAG said, "Forget it. Just give him the A plant. We'll just retake it or some shit." They just give him a free A plant. I mean, thirty seconds left. I mean, LAG, they're nowhere to be found. They're all the way across the map. I think they were giving him the bomb plant on purpose. Three v four situation. P dogs in the what back. A strat. I don't like it at all. I don't know why they're playing retakes like that, especially on that eight point. It is so annoying to retake this eight point. There's so many different places that people could be playing. P-Dog just goes massive at the back. Big two-piece here. Sees the skies. He ends up finding the last one as well here. So just great first round from New York. Uh, then we get into the second round, and it's a two versus three from Skies and Paco. Let's check out the plays here as they end up playing through Cat. I think Skies opens things up. Alec, he gets picked. He tries to make a play, but in the 3v2, I think it's better to just maybe play tight there with your team, try and, try and just use your numbers. But Skies makes a really good heads-up play. He ends up catching Alec, slipping it in. Look at the plays here. Look at the teamwork from Skies and Hydra. Skies, he's going to jump the corner, get the info. He's going to distract them, and that's going to allow Paco to jump in and find a couple easy kills. That's fantastic plays 
coming out of Skies and Paco. Good teamwork there. They go up too well. And we hop into the next one. NYSL, a little bit of a rust plan. Use that momentum and get over to A point. It's exactly what they do. And they get over to A, Hydra. He's going to cross bed. How many times do we see Hydra dive across bed, pop that dead silence, and try and make a play? But it was actually P-Dog who finds a couple kills mid-map. LAG, they try and play through couches. 3v1, bomb down. Not much they could do there. NYSL, they go up 3-0. And then this is where things get a little interesting. LAG, they were able to get one round on the board. New York won another one here. They go up 1-4. This is where NYSL start to, or uh, LAG start to make a little bit of a comeback. Bulldog, unfortunately, throws a nade onto Paco there. Makes a 3v1 now into a 2v1. And it's Adam Assault. Take a look at the plays here from Adam Assault. I don't know how the hell he clutched this shit. My bad, Bulldog. I gotta show it, Bulldog. I have to. You know what I mean? I see you in the chat. But boom! And then boom! Oh, man! 1v2 from Adam Assault. That was Lay great down, play. cheese. Great, great little laydown cheese from, from Adam Assault there. LAG, they go into the next round, are able to win that one, and then it happens again. Little 1v1 situation over towards the B side, and Assault, instead of playing the bomb, instead of planting, he plays the kill in a 1v1. Bulldog leans back on that one. He probably lost composure. Any person on the defense in a 1v1 scenario is probably thinking he's getting that bomb down. But great heads of play out of Adam to kill him here. What Did he, did he hear him? He might have heard him here. No, nah, he had the dead silence popped. Kismet had the dead he popped. So there's no way he heard him. That's just really a good, good read. Play. It's just a great yeah. read from, from Adam Assault. He's clutched up a couple rounds here. Got to give it to him. Um, and then we get into the next one. Um, Preston hits a little bit of a god nade here. Love the strat from NYSL. They get over towards that 8-bomb plan again. Uh, they get it down right away. Alec, he gets a kill, gets traded out. 3v3. Take a look at the plays here from P-Dog. Number 6 on your minimap now. He ends up playing a little bit of a late flank here with the bomb down, which I love. I love the plays from him. He wins a big 1v1 here at the at, over by that P5 side of the map. And then take a look at the nade here. P-Dog works an absolute nade from Catwalk. Boom, throws it right, cooks it right onto Joe Deceive's head. Kobe. Great play from P-Dog there. I thought that was a fantastic round from Priest. He finds two in the, in the, in the last round. It, it goes crazy here in this round. Finds another couple kills. Another rush plan from NYSL. And then we go into the final round. LAG, they get a pick. It's a 4v3, and they get the bomb down. But how the hell... Does NYSL break this? How? How? We'll take a look and see what's going on. First of all, Alec goes absolutely nuts. I think the tactical scared him a little bit. He jumps out in the open. He goes down. Not really anybody there to trade with him either. Would have liked to see, like, like number one, number two, get closer to your team. Like, tighten it up. Y'all yeah, got the numbers. Yeah, I don't know why I Wait, see late, late pinch that. Can, I see, can, I see, can I see the situation before, like, like as soon as the bomb help goes him. down, like, Alec Joe goes help. up top. Joe's up top. I mean, I just Wait, no, think before, Alec before, when, before, when Joe gets the bomb down, I need to see where everybody is, bro, while he's planning. I need to see where he goes while he's planning. Sure, no problem. Here's the punt. We got two double desks. Okay, we got Exceed and Bumblefuck nowhere. Watch it a pinch. Sounds okay. good. And it, it's funny, too, because mid-map and their double desk pinch, the, their mid-arch pinch is wide open here. <laughs> like, Damn. Anybody can hit this at any time. Somebody, yeah. at, when he's planting his bomb. Info desk and they were fucked. Yeah, you better hope you're not playing Shotzi or somebody. So they're just going to take this route. Like, they're going to throw some shimmies notice nobody's here and, and just look. They're just, it's free kills. It's free pickings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, uh, keep it going. Yeah, Let's we'll see keep here. going. And then what New York, the... they come here, they throw well, attacks, uh, boom. Assault, Assault has just gone to the main counter, obviously. Like, I feel like he's just way closer to a teammate there. There's no reason for him to play back steps. And, it, and as soon as Bomb goes down, Exceed should have already started to work that late pinch. Like, like even if he was slowly walking up it while L-triggering, like, he should have already started to do it. Him just 
they're not pinching if he's back there that late. And if it's if, <laughs> and then the bulldog man makes a good play, chases down Exceed mid map. But look at this, he's a fucking animal. As soon as Exceed gets his kill, look at him. He gets on his fucking high horse. He jumps the corner. He says, "Fuck it." I'll go take care of business. He finds one, turns around, takes care of Assault as well, just hits the gap on him, finds a couple kills. Bulldog clutches it up. New York Subliners go up 2-0. 10-6 from Priest. A fantastic map out of him. 9-7 from Kismet. Everybody negative except for Assault, who's even at 6-6 six six on the other side. Any final thoughts on the map too, guys, as we head into the map number three? Get these LAG cats off my fucking screen, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he ain't seen enough. These He's cats seen enough. Stink. He's seen enough, ladies and gentlemen. And we head in to the final map of the day which to be honest bro there was not much to talk snooze. about this was a snooze this uh, was almost like a like a bathroom break challenge like let, i could have gone to the bathroom, bathroom took an absolute stinker nah. and, and came back and the bro, series was over stop, i would have missed the entire map well i definitely want to take a look at the final round here was this the quickest round of control offense on expo we've seen i mean new york off the break they just get a clean wipe they instantly get onto this point it starts with skies they're just working kills mid-map Skies finds a couple kills. Kismet finds one. Kismet's got the streak as well. And look how fast. I mean, they get the eight point right off the break. As soon as the round starts, I mean, guys, only fucking eight seconds have ticked here on the time clock. And they're already on this point capping. And then as soon as they cap the point, what happens? Boom, another four dead. They go over towards the B side. They get this B point as well. They're able to get two ticks. Um, and honestly, it was a pretty quick round. I hit about two ticks here on the keyboard, and it's already over. So... Fantastic place from New York. Not much to talk about other than it. I think LAG lost composure. They're down on two. NYSL's got the momentum, and they just absolutely let them have it. They put the nail in the coffin. You see Ian giving another uh, well, thumbs up and a half over there. Great series out of NYSL. all over. We don't need to talk about that one too much. Uh, 17 and 11 from P-Dog. 16 and 6 from Skies. This guy died six times in the control. 15 and 8 from Paco. Uh, or from Kismet, and then 12 and 13 from Paco. On the other side, some tough maps from Alec and Assault. They couldn't really get anything going, honestly. Everybody game kind of pooped on except for Exceed. That's going to do it for today's matches. Guys, any final thoughts on the New York LAG? Any final thoughts as the day as a whole before we get into some predictions for tomorrow? Any final I mean, thoughts? I, I mean, I have a pillow over there. I should probably grab it because that's what I thought about this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's a good one, but, but I love that. That was a good one Holy right shit. there. That's a wet that day. It's a Wednesday regime for sure. Um, yeah, any any final thoughts, Chris? Ian, any I thoughts on I got Nathan day? for you, brother. Uh, I, Tom, I think you should uh, watch yeah, the trash. York, pull up the New York Subliners tweet after they won this series because I think it's actually really funny to mm -hmm. watch. Sure, we can take a look and see what the, what the or, Subliners are tweeting. I, I think uh, I think you guys will enjoy this one. Mm -mm. And also, uh, yeah, I also got to talk to Gert. This motherfucker's going to get me canceled one of these days with these tweets. Um, nah, nah, we're good. The Twitter banner, Twitter banter is good. All right, let's take a we, look at we this also, tweet here. We added a uh, swag check now to our meme squad. Which, is this you know, copyrighted music before I go through and watch this? Uh, actually, I know. Let me listen for a second. The <laughs> <laughs> Gorillas post game. Hey guys, Ricky here, assistant coach for LAG. Here with our post game interview <laughs> with your match against the New York Subliners. <laughs> As mentioned previously, we tried to get Luke back from Optic Texas because you let him go. Is that Gersh? But unfortunately, our buyout was unsuccessful with our newfound strategy and expertise coming together. Bro, who to is that? New York Subliners, $10,000. Might be Tom Grab. 10 CDL points for free and hope there's something <laughs> in return. Hopefully, you can all support us here at LAG with this decision. And as always, hashtag hoods up. All right, Jesus fucking Christ. Let's get that <laughs> off the screen immediately.
Uh, what the hell was that? That was uh, an interesting tweet for the news. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, but let's tune into the matches tomorrow and see what's going on. We got Vegas going up against the Minnesota Rocker. Uh, we got Ultra going up against Optic. That's going to be a banger. I'm excited to watch Seattle, Boston as well. I think that's going to be a great one as well. Let's go through the predictions. Vegas, Minnesota. I got Vegas. They're on the cusp of champs. They're really trying to hound down on their mistakes. I just feel like they're going to come out different tomorrow. I'm going 3-1 Vegas Legion. Ben, who do you got? I got Vegas Legion in a Game 5 absolute gruelly and another heartbreaker Game 5 loss for the Rocker. <clears throat> All right, Chris, what do you got? Uh, I got Vegas taking the series. Don't know the the score. <clears throat> okay, Ian. <clears throat> um, yeah, these Minnesota cats can't win without a touch. No I got Vegas three one. I like that, and then uh, we'll go to the next one. Toronto going up against Optic. Personally, I think this is gonna be an absolute grueler. I think it's gonna be a really good matchup. Um, I'm gonna go with Optic in this one. I just feel like they look like the most consistent team right now. They look like the best team right now. I'm going to have to go with Optic Texas in this one. I'll go 3-2. I can see it going all the way, but I can see Optic closing it out. Ben, who do you got? I don't really know. This is a coin flip for me. I'm flipping a coin. Go, I'll be in go first. <clears throat> uh, psh, hashtag green wall. 3-0. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you know, in all honesty, they, they, just, they look like they could be the best team in the game right now. They've been the most consistent as of late. Um, it could be a close series, but I think Optic's just firing on all cylinders for sure. Big Optic guy, by the way. Ben, who do you got? <laughs> I flipped a coin. I had Toronto heads, Optic tails. It landed on tails, so Optic game five. All right, Chris. Uh, I got Optic, but uh, listen, if, if Scrappy comes out and just plays like the greatest player of all time, like he has been, I mean, this could uh, they can put they could push some P, and uh, maybe this gets a, this gets close. Well, the push and pee push reference, and pee. I like that. Oh, okay. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since I What? Dude, you guys are All weird, right. bro. It's it's right. I know it's suspect, bro. It's a little sus. Let's move on. <laughs> and then we got Seattle Surge going up against Boston Breach. I actually think Boston's got a little bit of momentum now. I don't think they've looked too bad recently. Um, Seattle, again, I, I feel like both of these teams kind of had similar years. Just like they've shown good signs. They've showed bad signs. Just a lot of ups and downs. Both roller coaster teams. I'm going to go with Boston in this one. Another 3 2. I'll say 3 2 Boston. Ben, who do you got? I got Boston 3-1 in Seattle down extremely bad after this weekend. Hey, Chris, who do you got? Um, I mean, with the way Seattle's just looking to split, I'm just going to say Boston. I think Boston is just slaying really heavy, and I feel like Seattle's a team that also slays really heavy, and I think Boston just looked better in that category right now. So, Boston. All right, Ian. Hashtag drown out. Hashtag ride the wave. I got BD and the team. Coming out 3-2. All right. Okay. You heard it here, folks, ladies and gentlemen. And then the moment you've all been waiting for. Will I sink the three-point shot today? Will I sink? Okay. Okay. Ian, you got me? Everybody's doubting me. Ian, they're doubting me. I, I'm, Tom, nothing, I'm this is nothing but net. First but shot. I'm, I'm shooting over 50% today. I got water. a rack on it. I got 1,000 on it. Here Tom's going to get a first try. I'm putting some points on this. This motherfucker missed, bro. I'm disconnected instantly. Oh, I couldn't get off in time. Fuck. Oh, he's getting guarded. Yeah. He's getting guarded by Gizmo? No. No. Oh, he's no, getting clamped, bro. No, I ain't no, no way he's get, getting clamped. Nah, Gizmo has a check now. Nah. 
Oh, oh damn! That's that's first team all defense that was though. Nah, that's great. nah, the light. You see the Ian? You see the windows? Yeah, nah. I, the right window, Tom. That shit don't nah, count, bro. Gizmo, the right window. Gizmo, what the Gizmo's fuck is that? Gizmo's, Gizmo's first team all defense too. You can't even be mad at that. Nah, hold it was on. Good defense. Nah, that was great defense for the fucking yeah, he, dog. Yeah, he was all dog. over you. You know what I'm saying? Security guy listen, going away on the screen nah, right before, there. Yeah, listen, cash nasty. Listen, listen, hold on though. Hold on. Before before we move, we move on though. We have to show him the shot today. We have to, okay? We yeah. have to show him a highlight from earlier today. From earlier today. Let's tune in and see what the hell was going on. I mean, first of all, you can see me looking like a million dollars. Ian, have you seen this? How you doing? Uh, yeah, Little no, you look like shot. Prime Kareem, baby. Prime oh, Kareem. Man. <laughs> oh, man. You kidding me? Are you kidding insane. me? That was an insane shot. You know what I mean? Come on. That was different. That was fucking different. Okay, listen. I'm just trying to make up because I just airballed it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to fuck. Yeah, shit it. happens. Shit happens. Make myself look on good. Too. You know what I mean? Better you hit a putt? No, you hit it. We don't do two gimmicks. We <laughs> Man, go shake your ass, bro. Come on. Okay, it's fine. We'll only do <laughs> Go shake your ass. Go do what you got to do. Uh, listen, guys. That is going to do it for uh, today's episode. Um, you know, it's always a pleasure. Ian, thank you so much, bro, for, for course, hopping on, my course. guy. You're, you're a fucking real one, as always. Um, yeah, I'm not... My I, pleasure. I know Pat's been uh, been a little uh, busy, but it's always a pleasure, Ian, having you on and uh, and talking some COD. You know what I mean? It's always a fucking pleasure. So mm -hmm. thank you for hopping on. And then, of course, I want to show some love to the one and only Xfinity, man. Obviously, today's episode is presented by Xfinity 10G Network. Big shout out to them. Whether you're gaming, streaming, competing, whatever it is, their 10G network has a faster connection with less interruptions. Make sure to go check them out and show them some love in the chat. Command Xfinity in the chat. Go check that out. Um, as always, man, huge, huge, huge shout out to them. We love Xfinity. Um, and then also, make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on. Go follow at the flank on Twitter. Gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials per usual. Go check out stallings.club for the next merch drop. And as always, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. Brush your hair. And you guys have an amazing, incredible night. Good night, guys. Peace.